you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends All. Oh, McDonald had a farm. Tell us. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The Marino family, motherfuckers. That was Fantasia, <laughs> her brothers, and her daddy. That was her daddy that said. Fellas? And then the niggas started singing. But they were singing on McDonald, and we all know that he had a farm, right? So whenever someone's been acting like a damn donkey or acting like an ass, we're going to play that clip because old McDonald had a farm. And that's where your E-I-E-I-O ass belongs. And this week, let me tell you who belongs on the pastures, okay? And on the crops, walking around grazing, eating grass and dirt and bugs and shit off the ground. Hazel motherfucking E. Now, if you don't know, oh, oh if you don't know who Hazel E is, which I haven't it sounds heard that like, name in a while. And, and, and I'm so sorry that I had to break <laughs> your peace. I had to, I'm sorry, sorry I had to disturb your groove, right? But um, she popped up again at the dregs of wherever she's been. And we all know Hazel E um, was somebody who was adjacent to a lot of people that had visibility in Hollywood in the early 2000s and early PR, right? I don't know. Yeah, she was a publicist. Yeah, she was like an assistant. See how we see how we can't really put the pin on it. That's because we don't know, and we don't know because she hasn't made an impact for any of her professional abilities and or talents, if she has any. What she has been notable for is being involved in mess, gossip, plastic um, surgery, botched plastic surgery, also um, very homophobic, very colorist. Um, all the things oh she po- goodness, she posted. Really? Oh yeah, she's gotten into <laughs> online spats verbally with people. That's why I be on her ass like I do. She's mm. gotten into verbal spats online with people and po- done things like post a burning rainbow flag on fire and say all the gays are burning in hell and all that other shit. Oh, she's done wow. that. Called, she's at that level. That level. She's called dark skinned girls monkeys and all that other mm. shit. And that's why she tried to clean up her act on the Yanla and Yanla embarrassed her and had her reciting the lyrics to the. Um, Collection of noise that she makes and calls music, pop, right? Pop, yeah, pop, pop my butt, right? So <laughs> she popped her butt. Her um, what is she? What is Hazel E? What would I say? She's you know what? Have you ever seen? Oh God, I'm so Have you have you guys it. ever bought a Casper mattress? <laughs> oh my how God! How it comes out of the box? You know how it comes out the Body. box and that's a hard barrel rolled up cylinder of a foam. 
you know, sometimes soft but hard and boxy barrel, you know, <laughs> you know, heavy, hefty, porous. You know what I'm saying? That's how Yo. she did. That's her. Anyway, <laughs> she carried all that down to Tasha Damn K of all fucking people. Oh my okay? God. This is getting so worse. She was worse. on Tasha K? Unfortunately, she was. This is how yeah. we're starting off after yeah, things. We are. We are because the <laughs> turkey is so here. Okay. Uh, and the turkey is Hazel E, right? Um, and the stuffing that was up her ass was Tasha K. Now, I'm going to get on Tasha K a little bit later in TV land because oh, she shit. showed her whole ass over on the Now That's, that's over on the Now That's TV app. But more on her where she belongs, which is at the end, down at the bottom. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk about her ass later. But Hazelie went on Tasha K's channel um, and did an interview, I guess, what they were planning on discussing. Who knows? Because what is there to talk about about Hazel fucking E, right? Right. Anyway, she goes on there and, and makes all these wild, disrespectful claims about Cardi B, um, which is literally like her <laughs> fighting the wall, fighting the wind, um, yelling to the sky, you know, <laughs> punching a wall because you're arguing with yourself. Nobody wait, is. You're not wait. engaging with Cardi B in any way. Wait, please. I'm so sorry. This is so funny to me. Is she because I missed this. Mm -hmm. I saw her name somewhere. I didn't read what happened. So I'm laughing. Please don't tell me she has thrown herself into the conversation of she should have been successful. Her love of hip hop as well. Or if or she already thinks she's more successful than Cardi B. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just know delusions going to exist here. And I'm scared. And go ahead. Ridiculous. Just go ahead. The point is that it's that ridiculous. Basically, to make a long, God. unnecessary ass story short, she went on there and said that um, that basically Cardi B was an industry plant, that the powers that be in the industry, which I love it when they talk about these, these boogie men and boogie women. <laughs> like, Ooh, they, they did it. Anyway, she said that they uh, pitted Remy Ma against her, against uh, Nikki to make Cardi B rise and she's made all these like really <laughs> racist comments about Cardi B ha having like a Spanish background and shit she was very racist and nasty in that way and her really? the, yeah I'm not even gonna repeat the shit that she was saying oh, but it was the type of conversation and dialogue you would hear in a shitty pissy floor ass cesspool ass setting <sighs> like a Tasha K interview right so it was right on brand and I just can't believe it <sighs> she made a complete ass of herself more than she makes by even showing up and existing and walking in a room, you know, she even went a little bit lower. So I just wanted to say, you know, Hazelie, you're an ass and you belong in a goddamn <laughs> pasture somewhere grazing like the rest of the farm wow. animals and oxen that you resemble <laughs> Yo. aesthetically. And that's it. I don't even want to talk about her ass. Does no she more. have a white mom? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what shit her out. She was on. I don't know who shit her ass out. I don't know. She gives white. They mom. had like there, there was a part on the Yana where they had like a black woman's round table. Her mama sat there with some of them. Mm, okay. Well, I forgot who else was part of it. It was so random. Well, her mom's her lazy. Mama was light -skinned too. <laughs> She's got a lazy yes. ass mama. I mean, maybe they weren't close. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have, actually though. Maybe you're right. Maybe her mama was on to some because I wouldn't have wanted nothing to do with her ass either. <laughs> You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers. You know if I was related to, you wouldn't know it. I don't know why Black China told people who her mama was. If that was my mammy, you think you now would know? Now you gonna act like her mom wasn't gonna take that claim for herself. I, I, and I would have been like, this lady is my stalker. I have never met this hoe in my life. And she better stay 400 feet or whatever it is, the, the restraining or the distance, the fuck away from me. But that's what I would have done. You can throw 
um, Hazelie right over there in that pile with Tokyo mm-hmm. Tony and Jocelyn oh, and all them people, the throwaways, the dregs of society. You can put <laughs> Hazelie right over there with her. She's a terrible person and a horrible human being. And she didn't shit out a baby herself, too. And I pray for her daughter because that's her mama. Oh, man. Think about Sheesh. that. Your mama is Hazel E. Make you want to cry and make me want to break down on my knees and cry now <laughs> for that baby weeping and gnashing of my teeth. In, mm-hmm. in on behalf of that baby. <laughs> so with that being said, welcome to the friend zone. Your <laughs> weekly look in all things wow. mental health, mental hygiene, and mental wellness. Because she don't even deserve a, a jokey phrase in the title. Okay, we're going to say the original. Fuck Hazelwood. <laughs> hey, friend. Hey, Asante. How you doing? I'm doing super well. How are your weekends? <laughs> How was Thanksgiving? Well... I'm going to tell you. Just the whole holiday weekend because I know y'all was outside. <laughs> yeah, Dustin, how was Thanksgiving? <laughs> I got drunk. Okay. Oh. Big surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> no. Surprise, surprise. Shout out to me here. I got drunk. So my, my Thanksgiving, you know, my Thanksgiving week started off great. Um, I went to my brother's birthday party in Michigan, had a great time. Um, so awesome. Came back to New York and I ate dinner at... Um, an early dinner, I should say, at Ebony K. Williams' home. She invited oh, me to her man. home and me, her mother, and a few of our dear friends. Shout out to um, Kadera, shout out to Devon, um, Kenneth. A bunch of us were over there and we had a good time. Mm-hmm. And I love Ebony with all my heart. You know, I love her mom too. Um, you know, people, mamas be liking me. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, my friends, like mamas. Who? Thank you, friend. My mom loves and you. And I love your mom. <laughs> Shit. Oh, dang, you know, I hate cussing when we talk about each other's parents. <laughs> no, but, my mom but, is a sailor. It's you okay. know, so I had a great time with her. And then I went to the Friendsgiving tradition that we've created that I love with all oh, my heart. I where know. Crystal and Jade become all of our mothers and, you <laughs> and know, and make sure we are all right. They straighten kitchen. us out on Thanksgiving yeah. and welcome us with open arms. So much love to Crystal. Much love to Jade. You know, I will. You, you better help the bear when it comes <laughs> to them, too, because I'll fuck you up over Crystal and Jade. <laughs> but the food was delicious. Yeah. Um, great I fellowship. We Yay. missed you. Mary Akba. Shout yeah. out to Mary Akba. She was there. Mary. Um, you know, we I love, love Mary Akba with yes, all our so hearts. Much. Shout out to Jasmine. She was there. Um, oh, Jasmine. ASAP Noah, the baby of the family that <laughs> yeah. we all, you know, that's all of our child. The queen, truly. Yes. And me and Asante were being ghetto. We had a great time. Drew, <laughs> shout out to Drew. Drew was in the building. Oh, I know Drew, Drew was going to yes. miss out. Yep. Asking for potatoes. Yes. We had a good time. I didn't bring no food. I brought liquor. <laughs> And vibes. I mean, hey. <laughs> oh, Liquor's do you know what happened good. to your liquor? <laughs> no, nah, I don't know what happened to me. Actually, no. I do. It was that muddled wine that Crystal asked me. Yeah. I was like, this yep. shit is getting me drunk. Jade looked at me. She goes, say, under her breath, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Dustin was definitely feeling good. I was drunk it when was, I tell you. It was last time holiday. Were. Shit. <laughs> It was, yeah. It was good. It was a good-ass time. It was a black-ass time, which I always love. Why you say I, I was drunk, it. Tay? You know you was drunk. What was was Why was I drunk, dog? <laughs> and talking I don't remember shit. what the fuck we was laughing at. I, look, I got drunk, too, because I don't remember. It was, the, it was that damn know, wine. Crystal made muddled wine. I didn't even if have that knows wine. What, that I is. what is I muddled know how wine? To, I don't know what that is. It was I wine with like, brandy and cinnamon and nutmeg and ooh, shit in it. I'm like, this is some shit. It's Sounds like nice. the real deal, like holiday hooch. Like she would just be, and I, I've had it you every other year, That's but I didn't have it this year. Of this week's episode, holiday hooch. Real deal, holiday hooch. Holiday oh, hooch. Just holiday hooch. Mm-hmm. Holiday hooch. <laughs> yes, 
Crystal know how to make that holiday hooch. I ain't play with it this year. She said everybody that she said all the liquor that comes in her house is gonna leave her house. So I was like, well, I brought all these bottles of champagne, so I'm having champagne. So that's why I who took the I brought nineteen forty two. Who took it? Probably Drew asked. I'm not telling. You gotta ask Crystal. <laughs> Drew probably took it. You about to ask her now? Because <laughs> I don't care. I want Let's everybody to fellowship. You know what I'm saying? That was, it was a beautiful was bottle. I, I will say. Look, look, when when Crystal said all this liquor guy get out of my house, I was about to be like, well, you know, this would look real nice up in there. And, but, you know, I just, I let it be up for grabs. It's the holidays. I was like, I'm going to just get me one. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So we nice. had fun this weekend. Yeah. What about yes, you, friends? How was your holiday, girl? Yes, friend. How was, was your holiday, friend? It was honestly a lot of fun, Good. I have to say. It was I'm yes. glad that I left and and went to mm-hmm. Charlotte. We had a blast. The most important thing is that shockingly the travel was smooth. Give it up. We need to clap for that. Like we really do cuz holiday travel, y'all know I was already like anxious about it just mm-hmm. cuz it's always some bullshit delays, canceled flights, so many people at the airport. Mm-hmm. I think they said Portland alone was going to see like 300,000 people just on that Sunday of Ooh. you know, so I was like, "Oh my god, Lord, please." But everything was fine. No. Yes. Broken luggage All the flights left When they were supposed to So that I'm grateful But the trip itself Was so much fun So much Good ass food Yeah Mm -hmm. You know my partner Is part of a really big Tightly knit family Mm -hmm. So They were having fun Only thing is (laughs) You know those Southern black families Gonna have a game night Mm -hmm. And I don't Mm -hmm. know How to play nothing (laughs) No, that's you're the perfect person to come in. I friend. hate being yeah. that person. You want to play spades? I don't know how. You want to play tonk? I don't know how. You want to So, you want to play speed? I can kind of play speed though, but I just get nervous. Mm-hmm. Performance pressure, but but otherwise, it was so much fun. I did really that's miss good. you guys though. We miss you too. Yeah, right. I hella missed my my family, but outside of that, it was great. We give thanks for you. Same, same. I should have been a motherfucking pastor. (laughs) My, I told y'all, man. My, it's not because that's something you can do in your second act. I feel like that's the Mm -hmm. best time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. when you're in your like fifties, when you done been through something. Cause I I can talk (laughs) Mm -hmm. about it. You know what I'm saying? You gonna believe me? Yes. So maybe that'll be my third act, and for my (laughs) final number. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I had a great, great week, That's and I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, happy to be back home. Though I will say that I'm tired as hell. Y'all I was seen like, they back been, to work. They've been telling the origin story of Thanksgiving and shit, making us feel bad. I right, look. Ooh. They've been telling. Yeah, That's what was like. They like you know you know. Oh, they, you mean like people in general? They like well, you know yeah, they feasted because they killed all the motherfucking mm-hmm. people and they was celebrating. It. And I was like, I it's, ain't did it's nothing. True. <laughs> It's true though, like we're hella fake. Everyone's like, oh my god, the genocide taking place. And then we're like, Turkey. <laughs> like, yep. It's like, what the fuck is wrong? We're all crazy as fuck. Oh my God. But, but. I, the reason I understand too is like we just want to be around each other, but mm-hmm. we should also yes. not like wait to <laughs> need this Thanksgiving ritual to come together. Right. So I think that's on us too to, to yeah. just not wait for that. And we also can really moon. You know, we put our asses in the face of those those people <laughs> back go. in the day. You know what I'm saying? That did all this shit in the first place and reclaimed the holiday. You know what I'm saying? Just like how we reclaim nigga. You know what I'm saying? We can reclaim fucking Thanksgiving. And first of all, it should be called Food Day. 
anyway. Food day. Because Family. that's what oh it is. God. It's it's food day. Everybody knows on Thanksgiving, it's not about gifts and about nothing but food and vibes. And so fellowship. we should start calling it food day and we should celebrate that day and make sure everybody, it should be law that you have to give a speech about how fucked up than people was for killing on them people back in the day. And we're reclaiming the day. Food Have day. all the kids crying mm-hmm. around the table. That's right. Because it's good for them. This is murder. It's good for them so they know the real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what a healthy discourse. I love and that's how I feel about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Do you guys have any announcements or anything you want to share before I jump into the Black business? Um, this it is the final Wednesday of the month by the time you'll be listening to mm-hmm. this. So sure is. make sure you join us over at Patreon for our Wednesday Patreon. wind down. Hey. It's the last one of the year. Mm-hmm. No, second to last. We have one. Second next to last. Yeah. Oh, because it's November. Duh. Mm-hmm. Look, <laughs> I'm already done. Uh, so <laughs> make sure you catch us. Uh, a lot of first timers come all of the time, which is super dope. And a lot of people return for the chat and the antics that y'all yes. like to play over there. It really is fun, so, though. It's a good time. Yeah. It's a crazy time. I can only imagine what we're going to be talking about by the time we do it. So <laughs> come find out. Join us for the Wednesday That's Wind right. Down. Patreon.com slash the Friend Zone Podcast. That's right. We'd love to see you over there. We love you, Patreon. And we also we want sure the record do. to reflect that the chat section of our Patreon is referred to and, and hereby called the chat, um, <laughs> paying homage to Memphis rapper and legend. La Chat. Um, I love what we call them Just so people know that's where that comes from. It's La Chat. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. I'd also like to update that I put on the Beyonce perfume the following day when I had to travel and the staying power, the dry down. I cannot say I love it. <laughs> You know, it was cute though. I remember after we recorded, I had to run to my eyebrow appointment mm-hmm. and my eyebrow girl is obsessed with Beyonce. So I, when I walked in, she went, you smell so good. And I said, you know what I'm wearing? And she was like, what? And I was like, say noir. And she like screamed. <laughs> she was I like, this is that. it, this is it. Like she got so excited to get like a, fir- you know, one-on-one mm-hmm. firsthand experience yes. with it. And now she was she bought it like on the spot. She's like, it smells so good. Obviously, your chemistry is gonna affect it too, right? Um, but I just yeah, it smells good. I have it on right now because so, I had thought that you know what I'm saying. Because it's the dry down. I realized that first spritz is a little tricky for some reason, but if you just let it sit, and then because it's like a well done too, like it lasts all day. That's I love what, that. I wonder mm. what these people who had less than favorable, you know, responses to the scent. I wonder, well, what the fuck you smell like anyway? Did you even wash your ass <laughs> and your four, your nasty, dirty arms before you put it on? You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's on you because it smelled it good on you. Be. And mm-hmm. then and then you grew it grew on you literally like you loved it the more you wore it you know completely by the end of that day when mm-hmm. I had done the unboxing with y'all I had run a couple errands so you know you you start sweating you're mm-hmm. moving around and it just worked really well and everyone kept asking like when I would walk past people they'd be like excuse me and to me that's always you're the sign but yeah. it can feel kind of funny to be like I'm wearing Beyonce <laughs> I was like ew I sound like a little stand. <laughs> I love I, it. I, I text Crystal like happy for you. You're not gonna stink. <laughs> she was like, That's thank why I started the laughing Lord. <laughs> thank the Lord. That was one of the y'all. funniest things I have ever, ever Isn't heard. Isn't she nuts? I love Crystal. Me too. She is so goddamn <laughs> funny, amazing. man. She's so funny. But let's get into the black business of the week. So 
kids get really stinky. And it's so funny to me when they reach that age where you're like, you are sour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you smell like a whole adult? Go shower and put Under on some arms. deodorant. Yeah. So I love that this uh, mom who clearly was had had enough <laughs> of the kids smelling a certain way. Because when up? She created a natural deodorant for children, which I think is really great because Mm -hmm. obviously deodorant can have a lot of chemicals that, you know, uh, create some disruptions, let's say, in the body. And so it's nice that she created this natural one that really works. I got some feedback about it from certain moms I asked, of course. But it's called Play Pits and it's available at Target. And I love it because, like I said, it was created by... It it literally says it on the bottle. It says, hold on, for us by mom. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Isn't that so cute? So those of you watching on Patreon... Yeah, get you some of that. Play pits for your funky-ass children. (laughs) And it's cute because they have it... I mean, they do separate it by gender. Mm -hmm. You know, if that means anything to Mm -hmm. you. They have one for boys one for girls and apparently one for like mom and dad too so it's just like an expansive company but i do think you should check it out like i said i have read a lot of feedback you can even see if you click if you go to the target website and type in play pits you know people leave reviews yeah they have hundreds of reviews it has like an on average 4.5 stars so apparently it's it's Really, Work. yeah, it works, and you know, parents will be the first ones to complain yes, on the damn will. website. So, something to put into your awareness if your kid is has been a little sour. They start turning sour around like nine. I did laugh though because I saw someone in the comments say, "Does this work for two year olds?" And I was like, "Whoa, that feels Whoa. a little young." <laughs> but you know, I get it. People's bodies are different, but the mom was like stressed. <laughs> I saw in the comments this work for two year olds. Wow! So play pits, kids natural deodorant. Because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to stain this beautiful moment of highlighting this business. So I'm going to refrain. That's what I'll do. Go ahead, friend. But just know it the was jokes. it was right here. Okay, it was right here. A funky ass two year old. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So let's just go ahead and and finish this because (laughs) I believe in this project. So at Target, play Play Mm -hmm. at Target, Mm. another black owned business to highlight for the week. Mm. Let's Mm -mm -mm -mm. jump into the recap (laughs) segment. So. Because CPS was finna come get me. <laughs> please, please, just let her get to this part. We so had an episode do- two weeks ago <clears throat> produced by Asante titled Doodoo Brown. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was Dustin's doing. Um, we talked right. <laughs> not affording school lunches, kids, being embarrassed by thrifting. The unhoused communities in our neighborhoods, taxes, and candy. It was, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a very friend zone slash Asante episode. And we yes. had a blast with it. Those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? Shout out to everybody, because um, <laughs> everybody had a lot to say about everything, which I thought was dope. People had things to say about the homelessness, things people had things to say about the thrifting. Right. Um uh, but I wanted to just shout out. <laughs> 
because this was so random, but it was so funny. Uh, I want to shout out Jasmine B over in Patreon. Jasmine B said, no sound check because y'all was talking about Lauren Hill. Uh-oh. If Lauren not grounded, then I couldn't be having fun. I get distracted at concerts and learning that they may not be for me. I was invited to see Monica, Maya, Carrie Hilson at the casino this past weekend, what? which I thought was so Monica, crazy. Monica, Maya, and Carrie Hilson. Right? I was like, I okay, saw I, them. I saw a, um, a picture of them that they had taken together at that show. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Well, uh, Jasmine goes on to say, Maya did her best. Carrie did fine. Wow. I love Monica most <laughs> and we share the a birthday, but I was underwhelmed. She talked more than she sang Ooh. and then only performed four songs before ending abruptly. I was tired and ready to drive home anyway. Mm. Jasmine, I hate that you had a less than favorable experience. I brought that up for a few different reasons. After y'all had after y'all talked about that, I don't know if the algorithm hit, but I started seeing those clips of Lauren performing. <laughs> and I was like, this How is, is she chaotic. Doing? I told you. <laughs> just like how y'all was doing. When, okay. <laughs> like she, I'm like, why are you like, like I couldn't tell what she was doing really because of the outfits, which I really wanted to get into too. But I was like, this is I, just. I personally so love the outfits. They were yeah, kooky I to get into and them. loud. And I love that she was playing. But, but it also reminded me, Lauren was always a fashion girl. Yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. Like always. She always had a look. Whether you liked her style is one thing, but regardless, she was always like a fashion girl. Yes, so she was. Yes. I'm happy she still tapped into that side because I love the look she had on at my show. It was bomb. It was mm-hmm. like this blue suit, mm-hmm. but she wore like a big puffy dress under it, mm-hmm. like under mm. the suit jacket. So this, but you still saw the slacks of the suit. Like it was just perfect. It was funky. Mm. She had a big black hat, the beaded braids. It's real. But art. yes, the perf- yeah, it was bomb. But the performance, I I, I kind of love that the videos came out after we talked about it because it completely showed y'all what I was trying to yeah, describe. Yeah, we wasn't like, right? The, like yep. a sound check is needed, and I saw that she canceled Absolutely. the rest of the tour. Mm-hmm. Good. So mm-hmm. we, I guess, I mean, we I'm sorry it when we caught but, it. I was gonna say uh, that we re- ain't do that. <laughs> and we warned y'all a lot of people that did catch it after we talked about it said that once they just got to the show like an hour and a half late they were fine because mm-hmm. they caught her right when she came at 9 30 mm-hmm. and it like wasn't even a thing so shout out to listening okay <laughs> yep it's the way you <laughs> act well, <laughs> also shout out to jasmine for that comment um i had more to say but i guess i'll leave that for more so for that <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my friend Akash. He had his little niece doing that on Thanksgiving <laughs> on his. He did it. Then it cut to her. She literally like three, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so cute." I should have done that. I was around the cutest freaking kids all week, but but yes. All right, friend, what did you find out there on the street? So. Sydney Lynch in the gated community said, I work at a Title I elementary school, which means we serve a lot of low-income families. Mm -hmm. I was going to read that one. I'm glad I didn't choose it. Mostly Hispanic and refugee families. All of the students receive free breakfast and lunch. They get an afternoon snack twice a week of fresh fruit and veggies. Wow. Our school also partnered with a nonprofit called Brighter Bites. They provide our families with free boxes of fresh seasonal fruit and veggies that will last them a whole week. Families get exposed to fresh produce that they may struggle to afford or wouldn't normally buy. I'm so grateful that we have this partnership at our school. Wow. That's great. We need to clap for that. That's incredible. More of that. We want to see more of that. 
Brighter Bites. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. going to look into that. I would love to donate because mm-hmm. that sounds like, imagine if everyone had that partnership mm-hmm. with seasonal boxes. Wow. Thank you for putting this on. I'm definitely going to look into that. Some good news. Finally. <laughs> shit. Right. right. Asante, bouncing back to you. Uh, we also had an episode called, hold on, I'm pulling my, last week's episode was Topanga. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin. (laughs) It was a shoot the shit episode. As always, you guys had a lot to say. Who stood out to you on that one, Asante? (laughs) Who stood out to you, friend? Um, I was actually in the Twitter streets. Hold on, I have my screenshot. Oh, okay. So a vocalist rival, hey Victoria, said that the worst part about the wheelchairs being destroyed, that even if you have the money, they are custom made and take months to replace. They need to make it criminal or have places in the main cabin specifically for them. That's right. Yeah. Like a lot of people actually hit me up after that conversation. People, I was getting some emails uh, with people that use wheelchairs just saying thank you for even having that conversation because it's something that's so serious, but so overlooked because it's not everyone's experience, you know, and they were, and someone really put it to me straight. Like imagine you come off your flight, they have that wheelchair person that comes and waits for you on the bridge, and then they take you to uh, get your bags and your wheelchair is broken. And the, and the airport is just like, oh, sorry. Similar to how they tre- treated me with my bag, but a bag is a bag. Mm-hmm. like. But right. your wheelchair for you to get around, and then what? They just, someone places you in an Uber, and then what? You know, it's the, and then what? Mm-hmm. That yep. I feel like most of us don't even consider how freaking scary that would be. Because yep. then what? You that literally is, can't get around. Awful. It's awful. For real. And the airport is just like our bad. Put in a, a what do they call it? Um, a report complaint or whatever. A, a complaint. Whatever the word is. Like, I can't. I can't even process that. Because the anger I felt with a bag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like compare. that kind of shit at all. Awful. Yeah. So I hope they do make it criminal. I agree with uh, Victoria's tweet. So Dustin Ross, what'd you find in the Twitter streets? Well, in um, ghetto news, right? <laughs> G- ghetto news. Kim Zosiak's daughter, Brielle, is pregnant. Okay. So on top of all the shit, they think about it. Let's let's really put it in context. Kim, um, you know, fighting the War of the Roses at the house money fucked up, lying about the house being in and out of foreclosure, owing money to Target, owing money to all these credit card companies, gambling debts at the casino, out the ass, bunch of fucking kids, you know what I'm saying? Now her daughter pregnant. She ghetto as fuck. So I just wanted to put that out there. Kim Mm Zosiek is the most ghetto motherfucker I have ever seen in my life. Her and Claude. (laughs) But that's it for me. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. 
That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. When I started drinking AG1 daily, I did feel a difference in my energy level. Y'all know I'm all about trying to figure out the right tinctures, elixirs, herbs, you name it, powders. So when this opportunity presented itself for something for me to incorporate into my daily regimen of supplements, I jumped on it. I was really thankful for this partnership. And that's because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, which you know we're all about in the wellness episodes of the show, stress management, and immune support, most importantly. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Like I mentioned, they sent this to us a couple of weeks ago, and it felt really, really good. I definitely noticed a difference in energy with heading into that season where it's darker earlier. So our moods are kind of shifting. Our sleep is kind of shifting. So it was nice to include a supplement that was an energy booster. AG1 is a supplement I definitely trust to provide the support my body needs daily as it proved itself after continuous use. And if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash friendzone. That's drinkag1.com slash friendzone to check it out. (laughs) With that being said, Mm -hmm. this week's episode is back to Asante. We're doing a reverse Uno. Mm Asante, what you got for us this week? We don't talk about Uno. Did y'all play Uno? Oh, we tried. There, look, look, first of all, there I were saw two that different Crystal versions. Had, like, Hold on. A new one. There's two different versions of Uno. Jade brought the bop it ass version of Uno <laughs> and didn't have no. It didn't even take regular ass batteries. We needed some C batteries, so we couldn't oh, use child. the bop it version. So then Crystal's version was called something, but we decided to call it Uno. Let's fight because that's basically <laughs> what it was. Like the like the wild card. There were draw fours. Uh, like reverses and I saw like, her box. I was like, "Oh, child!" Then we was playing the ghetto. Niggas was trying to uh, stack sixes and nines. I was like, "This is whatever." <laughs> um, that was a lot. Uh, really fast. I also wanted to say the reason I threw it back to you before is because I didn't know if you had a um a Patreon comment. So, but I'm still going to skip over because you're every we're fine there. <laughs> this week's main topic, main episode is just going to be an extended extendo extendo music man segment mm. because I'm with this. A lot of music happened this year. We've talked about a lot of musical moments. I want to just kind of do a recap of all of the artists that we got to discuss. Um, We can talk about things that we've loved from them, things that we've hated. I'll even mention like a couple of people we heard a little bit about. And we can talk at the end of the conversation about what we want more of in 2024. So um, I kind of mapped this out kind of month by month, but we're not going to do that. I'm literally just going to throw out a bunch of names and we're going to talk about whoever we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. I personally, just because I can't stop looking at their name, I would like to talk about how exciting female hip hop has been overall throughout the uh, past few years as of late, maybe 
more than a few years, but how it has continued to remain at the top of its game um, this year. But I don't want to forget that this year we celebrate 50 years of hip hop. Um, a lot of the shows that happened this year celebrated. BT Awards happened. Um, Soul Train Awards just came on this past weekend. I missed it. Uh, Were they good? I enjoyed the Soul Train Awards. Let me just go ahead and shout out the girl Kiki Palmer. She's a wonderful hostess. Mm. Oh, I was, wow. They did it outside. Kiki, with everything going on. I hope her mama I mean, was next day. Shout out to give it up for her mama, too. <laughs> yes. Wow. Consummate she professional. Looked, she looked fantastic. <laughs> she she didn't slip up at all. The weather was, uh, you know, really wild, but she was just serving it over and over again. The like, weather? She looked, well, it was mean? outside. It was, they had a house party. So it was at Wait. a mansion, and the awards were take, took place in the backyard around, like, the pool area. It was a big uh, stage set up. What? Okay. People were outdoors at really tables. Dope. Okay. I have to see this. Mm-hmm. It looked really, really dope. Mm. Like, I definitely think that there are some opportunities there. But, like, overall, I thought it was really fly. I was like, this is kind of, like... Different. Like, it it kind it was different, but it, it it really fit. Especially because a lot of the artists that were performing, like, there was a lot of... You know, it's the, the Soul Train Awards, so it was, like, a lot more R&B than hip-hop. Right. But, you know, there was still opportunity for everybody to look good. Everybody was dressed up. Niggas was stunned, standing at, like, cocktail tables. And then they, of course, had, you know, a lot of the uh, general seatings in different places. And then a lot of like the beautiful architecture of the house with the foliage of the outside. It was a whole vibe. It was dope. Um, uh, they celebrated T-Pain. He got an award. Janelle Monet got an award. A lot of people won. Uh, Coco Jones performed. That whole cypher with uh, Marsha Ambrosius and uh, Nikki Gilbert was in it. Um, oh. a, a lot of things happened. A lot of memorable, amazing moments happened. I just gave you like the quick version. I don't even know why or how I did that, but that was amazing because I didn't even remember watching so much of it. But I was like, wow, you just named off so many people and so many things. I need to watch um, it. But yes. You got to watch it. If, you, if For those of you listening, if you haven't watched Soul Train Awards, check them out. If you have, let us know. Let me know your favorite moments down below. Um, also, I just want to talk about the artist of the year. Oh, the artist of the year. I want to talk about artists that wasn't at the Soul Train Awards because this is where I was going to start. Mm. Um, I just want to shout out Ice Spice. I feel like Ice Spice was a girl that was super underestimated last year. And then a lot of people called her overrated. But Ice Spice did a lot this year. Like, the girl came out, you know, she gave us more of the straight hair just because, but she still capitalizes on her big hair. The, she really stepped up her look, her sound. She collaborated with major artists from Taylor Swift, who probably was doing that to cover her ass, to Nicki Minaj, who also may have been doing that to cover her ass. But she also had chart-topping hits with them. I just think Ice Spice had a really great year, and it was super dope because we heard her doing her, you know, you thought I was feeling her ghetto shit, then she teamed up with Pink Pantherist, gave us the boy's liar on some chill shit, yeah. and then she just keep switching up even though people say some of her music is one lane she's still young and starting out and has so many places to grow so i see a lot of potential with her and i see her moving in a lot of different lanes so i'm excited to see where she what goes do you want forward. fucking tchaikovsky from from <laughs> ice Spice? Right. what do you what do they mean her music is that's she's a fucking new art that's why we like her because her shit sound the way it sounds and i hate she all that she's a brand new young artist yeah, and her and the thing is, I think people forget that there's no artist development nowadays. Mm. Like back in the day, they wouldn't put you out on a stage without Unless you, you having. Yeah, like yep. they would have you training with people, learning how to sing while on the treadmill. Like there was a lot that went into uh, helping you build that muscle. Mm-hmm. But now it's based on internet popularity. So if you have the numbers and you have a song that's taken off, they throw you on a stage. Like. 
Imagine what that feels like. You just remember, I forget what. Um, Learn as you go. Yeah, what event that was. I think it was um, Summer Jam or something that Ice Spice came out. She was so scared. You could see she was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like it was hitting her while we were watching. Yep. And I don't think there's any um, grace for that and how scary that must be. That it is a really different musical landscape right now. <laughs> I also wonder yep. why the labels are time. not investing in that. Why wouldn't they don't you? Care. They don't care why about that Why wouldn't you part? care about that? Because it's a business. It's but not wouldn't about that music. sell the product more? If people right. are interested in the, well, you take artists more serious when, they, when you see an improvement in their performance game, which right. is why so many people... Remember when Tiana, shout out to Tiana Taylor, because this yes. is the importance of this sort of creative work. Remember when Tiana um, creative directed for Lotto's, I think it was Rolling Loud set. And yeah, you whole, saw the difference. You saw the difference and people talked about that. That was yep. a huge conversation. And she's gone on to do that for other artists like Summer Walker, who we know is incredibly yep. Even talented. Even Lil Baby. I think I saw her backstage with Lil Baby. I'm sure. And I, I've yeah. been told, y'all, when I saw Lil Baby at Barclays, he was going in and out of full choreo with the dancers in his set. That's mm-hmm. crazy. All of that matters. And it adds to the value of what an artist brings her. to the landscape. So mm-hmm. if you can make someone as... um not likely to engage on stage as Summer Walker come out of her her shell in mm-hmm. a way that people people are talking about and saying, wow, you know, Tiana's really good at that. Shows the importance. And I really think that I'm going to keep talking over these sirens because they're not going to beat my ass today. <laughs> I also would like to let the record reflect that our labels need to invest in that because you can see the benefit of it. You can it see you and it gives more, it adds value to your artist, which sure. essentially mm-hmm. equates to more records sold, more tickets sold. And more people wanting to actually attend the show. There you go. Because how many shows have you been to that you're like, ah, I'm cool with just yep. listening to them. I don't necessarily need to ever see them yep. again because they didn't give anything. So, yeah. I just don't I mean, get it. If I was putting out artists, that would be a budget line item. Artist development for real. For sure. Yeah. And but, I think our yep. spice is growing. I mean, she still seems a little anxious up there. But, but if you compare her first, that mm-hmm. summer jam performance where she to walked now. out to now, you see that there's I mean, she a comfort be up she's there developing, you know. The thinnest thong looking like she ain't got no panties on. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? That's like, the new look though now. All the girls with the mini skirts, like mm-hmm. the little... Yeah pleated skirts and then their ass cheeks out i'm like okay they said just let look, you know straight up look meanwhile they go they gave chloe bailey hell at the uh, top of the year on her body like, yeah but they was giving much. ice spice so much hell all yeah, i saw no, them, yeah on my timeline people was like what the fuck you know they still giving honest. her hell she can show her ass but she can't perform well she's showing right. her ass while she's performing <laughs> you ass <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm just over the unnecessarily harsh critique. I'm by no means caping for Ice Spice specifically, but I'm just over the just the, the unwarranted, unqualified, you know what I'm saying? Overly harsh critique from people who ain't doing a goddamn thing themselves <laughs> and don't even know enough to opine on what we're talking about in the first damn place. I'm really yep. over it, and it makes me want to be Twitter mean and nasty. You know, yeah. and I don't want to be mean mm-hmm. and nasty anymore. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf <laughs> and yeah. smoke one. I understand. Okay. Me understand. Smoke a leaf. Go ahead, Sante. My bad, bro. D- dialing back a little bit, I was uh, to the A&R conversation. I think one thing that's always existed with labels is they're always like checking for new talent. And, as um, they should you know, be. as I was 
as I was coming up when they were surfing what, the YouTube. Though? All they do is sign them and then shelf them. And that's a that. Thank you, friend, because I was going to say it's crazy to watch how the people will pull these people from, you know, YouTube or TikTok or wherever mm-hmm. and not capitalize and build in those arenas that they already exist. So, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, all right, she has her YouTube thing. Like back in the day, it was like, you know, sad girl playing the guitar on YouTube gets to discover it. Then we turn around to a pop star or whatever. Why don't we also build her out on YouTube at the same time? It's usually randomly music artists putting up YouTube channels where they're like doing tour content and stuff. And people, you know, they might watch, they might not, but it's like, they don't know the art of YouTube. They're just, you know, trying to push their content. So it's odd to me when, let's say an artist, you know, they break from TikTok. How come they don't keep making TikTok TikTok. music? Because now they want to be a a real artist or Mm -hmm. even just simply TikToks, right? Like it doesn't even have to be music related TikToks. It's just funny when people get in one lane, they kind of forget that they have somewhere to kind of capitalize. Back when... We started this show, friend. I was like, you know, you got your YouTube, you know, mm-hmm. even though you were putting out something different, it still had to make sense to you to, to what you were doing moving forward in your new path. Right, right. And so I think when I look at certain artists, I always think to myself, like, how come there's nobody like like or who's the person that's supposed to have the vision for this artist to say, all right, we're taking you from this to fresh new artists, fresh new artists. You're going to be uh, America's sweetheart. But we're still going to keep those essences and pieces of you and highlight, you know, heighten that and make that. the thing. You know what? Shout out to that mm. girl, Lele, who you know we love here on this show. Yes. Oh. Lele has gone from being online and on Instagram, freestyling in cars, right? She's now a total superstar, merch lines, toys, um, a, a thriving so television cool. show on Nickelodeon. She's a star, right? Mm-hmm. I just saw her doing another freestyle in the car. Where she highlights the fact that she's not cussing because you know she's like sixteen. Uh, yep. She highlights the fact that she's Is not she cussing. She's a, she's a wow. teenager. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Forgive me on her exact days, but she's a teenager for sure. And so she That's talks crazy. about how she's not cussing, but she's in that car going crazy, just like she was when we met her. That's she's fire. still doing. Where we, where we met her. And so that's yep. further to the great point that you're making right now, Asante. That's an example of it to me. So shout that out to that great, girl. That, Lele. That's a great example. That's a that's an an amazing example. Uh, not as amazing as your example, but still to that point, Megan Thee Stallion, she got hot. The way I discovered her is from her freestyles. She, It don't matter how much money in her pocket, she still be dropping these freestyle videos. I'm like, I love at, that. Oh, we got a birthday freestyle. She Look, she stopped by the radio station again and dropped a freestyle. She's still doing that. Uh, like people, women at her level in hip hop don't do that. So it's like crazy. She's still like, well, I'm still going to do that. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. certain ones do. Like Remy Ma, you know, she'll come out the paint every now and then and say, you know what? Fuck this. I'm about to fuck this shit up. But like, it's just not a thing where they have to. They make people kind of do it nowadays to come in and prove themselves. But I think it's dope that people still do that. Like, I kind of hmm. want to get back to some of the roots of certain things. Right. That would be interesting. There's a caveat here. I don't know if you see oh, it, okay. but we spoke about it earlier. On the Soul Train Awards this year, during the Soul Cypher, it was Nikki Gilbert, Aaron Ray, Eric Bellinger, and Marsha oh, Ambrosius. Ooh, okay. I need mm-hmm. to watch that. And That's a crazy cypher. You can see, to me... To me, this me, right? Mm-hmm. Eric Bellinger and um, Aaron Ray. It was a natural finesse flow, like just it was just a vibe. They said a vibe. Nikki Gilbert and Marsha Ambrosius both <laughs> tried to do something different and bring something different to the the cipher or whatever, and it just came off as harsh 
And um, <laughs> really, yeah. What do you and mean? I, and I like think they were singing too hard. Marsha was rapping a little bit and shit, and then she she kind of like did a little vocal at the very end. So Maybe they telling me to shut up. Maybe they telling right. me to shut up. Maybe that's why these sirens are going off right now. Or maybe they're agreeing with me because I'm telling you, I right. thought it was like an Which age thing. You gonna I was go like, with? I was like, okay, have they? I don't know. It just you just have to watch that cipher that's to see thing, what I'm talking about. That's one thing about ciphers that I always find interesting. Like I know that they have to do them for TV, but I kind of wish they were like vibing out. Like maybe they'd record like the top of the cipher where they introduce themselves and then let them vibe out for a minute and like come back in and see where everybody at or something like that. <laughs> To kind of give everybody a feel for each other like and where everybody be they're going to do. Curated, you mean? Yeah, just a little bit, you know. But I like because it's like they're trying to give everybody their shine, and then they expect everybody kind of just blend mm. in. But if everybody don't really do that, or if they're kind of because you know people just be ripping out their in ears and stuff too, so now they got to listen to other people and make sure that they stand on. Like I know it's a lot for some people, mm-hmm. so it's always interesting watching those ciphers. So you know <laughs> but, what I'm uh, talking about there. I, I was going to say to your point, Dustin, <laughs> you could see you you could definitely tell. And, and, you and I don't know either. I don't know if because <laughs> you know I, I don't will. want you to say it, but I know you want to. Nikki so and Marsha you do came what you off as do. the old ladies <laughs> who was trying to like. Do I'll something jazzy. Seven. No, like do something oh, okay. jazzy or different with the cypher. Instead of just just sing it straight. Remember on that 60s episode of Living but Single when there was a girl group and Max Marsha? Just, just sing it straight, honey. <laughs> Sometimes you can just sing it straight. Fran, you know how Marsha sings. Nikki mm-hmm. Gilbert was really the one because she started it off. And so she, she started it off. <laughs> she 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 started her section off by saying, I heard it through the grapevine, right? Oh, which makes you mm-hmm. you you know, you love that you want to hear her sing that. That's where we yeah, met her yeah. mouth. Mm-hmm. Her mouth. We met her mouth singing that. But then she goes on to start singing about the P Valley lawsuit and all I'm not stopping till I what? get what's mine and all this stuff. And just it was just and and doing all these runs Wait, and what? shit. She's I'm saying about the P Valley lawsuit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, friend. Then Marsha get her ass on there talking about some uh, Marsha. Uh, Check the credits, <laughs> Dr. J. Casablanca Please on the stop. way. Uh, Please uh, stop. Uh, uh, uh. And then, then finally she got to you the end. You are not selling this She got to that at the end. But in between there, Aaron Ray came in, slid on it. Eric Bellinger came in. Eric Bellinger wore it out. To me, he was a standout. I mean, he's he's still a vet in the game, you know? Yeah, it was good to see Marsha Ambrosius and Nikki Gilbert, for sure, and see them in Mm -hmm. their element singing. But I wish they would have made some different choices to me. (laughs) And I I feel like, you know, I want them there. I want them there. (laughs) I just want them to have made some different choices. So we really could have had that moment of like mm-hmm. damn I'm yes you still like sound vocalist. good I'm happy to see you there because they both right. still got it this was this was do. not an issue of them sounding <laughs> well it was they did sound they didn't sound the best I did but, but it was it wasn't like vocal like, ability uh, it wasn't connected to their ability like we you know said it was the choices it's the made. choices it's it's the way yeah. that it's the way they act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the way they and that's act. Why I think it's a, that's why I felt like it was a chemistry thing. Like, that's why I felt like everybody they needed to vibe chemistry. a little bit more. They got, a, they got a, a D that night, for real. That was horrible. Well, oh. I just said, with my twin, we be vibing. Yeah, baby. <laughs> they was fraternal. What of them was a breach, girl. That was played to us. Oh, God. That was, I did not expect that to happen. Like when she that. said that, uh, I heard it through the grapevine. 
I didn't need Please. Didn't she say that? <laughs> and she was singing up. Nikki Gilbert, this is what she don't need to do no more. When she was oh performing, God. she was singing up. Oh, my God. Like this. Oh my. So That's like, what said, man. You feel me? So like, it was like, please. Like, she was like, oh, my God. She was feeling it. she was singing up. And I'm like, that's the last way you need to. That puts literally the light on her mouth and the mic. But watch it. If you can see it on YouTube, you ain't even got to go through the whole show. The video exists on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, yes, lots of musical moments and artists. There was a new artist that performed. And I thought I thought she did well. And I want to actually hear more of her because it was so interesting because you don't get like a lot of um, honey baby. But it was BXBY. Of course it was. <laughs> it, Come Dustin, on. Look, like, Dustin, to your point, to your oh point, they God. did a whole skit. I feel so bad that I'm doing this. They did a whole skit right before where they were uh, having to present her name. And so they had to like put the letters in order. And they didn't put the letters in order in time because I guess they was couldn't it the figure Soul out that Train it was Scramble Board? Yeah. Oh, wow. cute. Yeah. And then Kiki was, she's like, what was that? That make you want to fight somebody because that's a setup. If her name is Honey Baby, I'm not going to be looking for no ex. Okay. Well, it was the writers. They knew, so they should have known. But I ain't getting, I, I gave like, them I know this going to go somewhere. The head writer was the take girl. Care of <laughs> the head writer was the woman from um, Southside, the one that. Uh, oh, for real, the cop. Yes. Yeah. No, not the not the cop, the ghetto girl that work at the oh, store. Oh, I love her. The, uh, the yes. friend. Yes. The, the one who was sitting dropping low for Jesus. No, 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 no. The other look, it's a it's a bunch of ghetto girls at the store because the South okay. Side. The He's one at uh, South Side on Max, you guys. I don't even think it's still on South Side. Are they siblings? She's like the sister of the two guys that that actually wrote the show. They were so I'm sisters. not surprised at all. <laughs> I think she's their little yeah. sister. They are all related. Yeah. That. So that would make Which sense. Is so cool. Damn. Yeah, that is cool. But yeah, shout out to black people doing black things. You know? I love that. See the Soul Train Awards to get to keep on giving. Um, other artists, because I have a whole list of artists here. Flow ended last year, uh, or they entered last oh, year with the, their cardboard the box, group. and they entered this year as Fly Girls with a feature from Missy Elliott. Uh, the three young ladies from across the pond have definitely made a big splash over here in the U.S. of A. Uh, more to check on them. I just wanted to mention some R and B girls. Along with Flo, I want to throw Dochi into the conversation. Um, Dochi, yes. Big shout out to DJ Miss Milan. Dochi's Milan. DJ. Yes, DJ. Shout Always out to Milan, Yes, darling. Milan. Milan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yes, Dochi. She's an, another dope artist. Uh, she's somebody we talked about last mm-hmm. year, I feel like, as well. And she's still doing it this year. Um, she has the new song, Booty Drop, which is really yeah, hot. She's beautiful. I just can't. She is beautiful. I hope she they keep is. running that track mm-hmm. up again next year because it came out and in the summer was a lot of crazy things happening. And that track, I hear it on the radio, so it's not like she it's just dropped her. She just that. wrapped her tour with um, uh, Satan ass Doja Do- Cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she is. She was the opener for mm-hmm. Doja. Yep. Okay. The Scarlet tour. Oh, and Ice Spice too. Mm-hmm. Those are oh, some wow. good openers. Yeah, yeah. That's heavy hitters for and real. That's a good right? tour for them to Don't be on. She... So shout out yeah, to them for getting that. Shout out. Yes. Work. Um, Doja Cat had a big year uh, painting the town red. Um, and that's all <laughs> that's I will say. Look like on that. <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, we mentioned uh, Summer Walker briefly when uh, <laughs> Dustin brought up Tiana Taylor. 
Summer made a, a short little splash with the Clear Two Soft Life, which has now been used against men. It's not her it's fault. an incredible like, body of funny. work. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, I no. love that last project. And I her. like that song. I love the clear life. series. I love Summer Walker. I, I I don't care. I will fight anybody for my own opinion, but the girls need love does not need one remix with Drake, let alone all the other three re- remixes. I'm not saying that anybody oh, was bad. Having a little fun. I, <laughs> look, look, I'm not saying that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anybody was bad. Drake's verse was actually super dope. Yeah. Uh, the three remixes were dope. I think that it's dope that all the ladies are getting their perspectives off. I'm just saying for me that that's how dope the song is that everybody wants to get their records off. But you don't off. want nobody it else was, on it. But I don't want nobody mm-hmm. else on it. And it's not because anybody's bad, but that's how great she and amazing of a record that is. Yeah. It's just her song. These just remixes too, is it just me? I feel like the remixes lately have been... T- like, why would you put Travis Scott on water with Tyler? <laughs> like, that pissed me off. Mind that you, I like Travis Scott. Off. And I, really I still didn't did. listen to it. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen here. So I'm at the, But Travis Scott's done records with I mean, he with sounds SZA, like he's underwater because he always uses the, the reverb. See... See, okay, friend, I was about to try to make a point and now you didn't just... <laughs> Maybe that was the, the vision, look, but I the window, hated it. No, I don't like it. Right there, but then I didn't again, want a whole bunch of fish you know, to Tyler, come trampling me. I would be, I would be fired a as rat. an A&R. Well, but Tyler is a hood rat. Okay, but so, still. But I, don't, I bet she didn't Travis even... Obviously, she together. didn't decide this. Like, I know yeah. it was a white executive that was like, we gotta put Travis Scott on. Like, can't you hear it? Like, it just... But what if she did? What if she's like... She should have said no. <laughs> I love to make up a whole accent. <laughs> okay, she she started she started no. throwing the water on them. Let me and get my herself. bottle of water. <laughs> no, but that just really irked me. And and she need to come one problem is like I know that a lot of these artists they want to do the the U.S. crossover, so they put a U.S. artist. But it's like that's insulting. I personally don't need that. I don't care for yeah. it. But I would also gotten fired because they put Selena Gomez on that Rima record. It ended up doing huge numbers, but I fucking hated her on that. I hated that they think of Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber for crossover records. Right. Yeah. Do not put these people on these songs. They don't have the soul for it. And it takes away from it. And I hate that that's what the crossover market looks like. Like, I hate it. I would have loved Rima. On that Tyler record. Like, mm-hmm. put Rima on there. Like, why does it have to be one of our dumbasses? Like, that or Normani, so shit. Much. And let's get it really popping. Let's get a pop record in this bitch. Put well, Normani the dancing would have been cool. I yeah. think the video would have been yeah. cool. But I would have preferred Rima because he's, like, so good with melodies. He would have been so Rima perfect. from Bad Girls Club. No, you did not. And <laughs> shut your ass up, Dustin. Hey, Rima. <laughs> why did you turn fake on me, Rima? I don't Instead, the girl was like, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> she was talking to Rima. But, but you yes, feel me? I know I what you like mean. These remixes are so yes. aggravating. It's such a missed opportunity, right? Yes. When you, it's just when you, a miss. It's just a miss. Like, it, it, yeah. you really didn't we almost have it all? You know I what I'm mean, saying? such a great record. Who like, else could have been on the on the water remix, y'all? I would have put Rima. I ain't gonna hold you, Chris like Normani. No. Sorry. Well, yeah. I want to see them dance. I just say, I wouldn't do that to her. The, the backlash just, wouldn't it, be yeah, worth well, it. Well, just, you know, I, that You're would stand in a just, yeah, creative. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. 
See, but nah, and, and, and I, I, you, I love me some it. breezy, but that but that feels kind of like what Fran was saying because it's like breezy was like a go to because yeah, that was the problem that like Tanisha and them had. It was like like and then they just like I breezy just feel like his little auto tune power sound good on that. No thanks. Hashtag no thanks. You like him on the Kid Records, friend? <laughs> yeah, he what's that boy that was on um Keydrive Brian? Please don't put him on there. No, 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 not oh. him. He grown up too. I saw he dropped the nigga, new one. Not the nigga from uh, black people. Well, you know who I'm about to say it's on day. I feel like it's at the tip of your tongue. The dude look, that look, not, was, it's not grown not, not the nigga from Grow. I, you know, oh, oh, oh. They were singing a song was, looking crazy. Make all the faces. Was, not, not Trevor, not Trevor Jackson. Not him, him though, right? You want him no, on there? No, I'm saying oh, that's the kind. <laughs> that's how Chris gonna... Brown sounds to me. <laughs> that was funny. That makes it worse. That was funny. That makes it worse. That's what I said. You want it. <laughs> that makes it worse. Low key, you no. know who like walked on that shit like that. Aretha. <laughs> Aretha would have walked. You can hear her like singing. It. No, you can <laughs> You can hear her because you know Aretha was good for her. You crazy. Aretha on the <laughs> She'd have threw that coat on the floor. <laughs> And handle her motherfucking business in a gown. I'm so through. Water. A gallon of water. (laughs) Okay, who's an American artist that you would have put this crossover hit for? That you would have put on this for the crossover hit? Um, Crossover, damn. Wait, so where is she from? South Africa. Harry Styles. I mean, well, you might have been alkaline water. (laughs) 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 At least Harry Styles' team comes up with interesting melodies. Mm -hmm. Like that may work. He he has some musicality. I love his music. (laughs) You know, it's water. He would have. He would have walked on that shit. You know, it's water. <laughs> with a bottle of core. <laughs> Not even core. He would have had uh Aquafina, probably. What kind of water do mostly white people? Deer Park. What kind of what you, kind of she would never have done the remix cause cause why? But vocally, you know whose voice I could hear that would be good remix? Rihanna. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hell Can't yeah. you hear her on the on the remix? She, she would have to do it. She been gone This would have so been long. her record, low key. Yep. <laughs> I would have given this as her comeback record. Did Hell. you imagine this Ooh. was Rihanna's comeback record? Take me uh me water. Can't you hear it? Her with that lower register. With that like uh-huh. nasally. Tyler, yeah. I'm so sorry, but you gonna have to run it. Because <laughs> that needs to go to bad gallery. <laughs> okay. Even the like the 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 timing of it would have been <sighs> so on point. My like God. I really when I first heard it, because low-key it kind of sounds like Rihanna. You could tell that Rihanna is a huge influence on Tyler. You can hear it. Mm. Like that's one of the girls that she studies. I can hear it on her, how she holds you know her mouth. You know what you're doing right now, so replay. What you're doing what? is called clocking it. That's, that's what <laughs> you're doing. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> but don't you hear it? I, that, to me, would have been a really cool It remix. is very Sampan de replay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. It is. 
And I even saw a video of Tyler's, like one of her first videos. She was standing on like a Ooh. circle thing, dancing with jeans. Like you could tell. I can hear idol. Rihanna on that makes me lose my what I don't know the Make words. Make me lose my breath. Make me all like, I hear it. Mm, 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 mm. You can yes. hear her. You can hear her. Right? And someone did, mm-hmm. you know, they that do the be. AI voices. Someone actually had a Rihanna AI on Twitter do the water song, and it sounded, when I tell you I was sick, wow. I was like, fuck, why didn't this record <laughs> get to her table? Damn. I don't know. Tyler Silk, did she write that song? I don't think so. Oh. Let me see. Let me not let me not take the credit away from the, the young creator. girl. <laughs> Tyler Water. <laughs> water writer. Woo. That water. was too Who funny. It, All of that. And then was written, Oh, it was written by Tyler, Sammy Soso, Ray. Oh, wait, it's a lot of people. Oh. It's like seven people. But shout oh. out to Tricky. I didn't know this was a tricky record. Oh wow. Work. See what number see? is he? Because don't the first four credit it really get the shit? He's for? last, so he probably just got like production credit. You know, they give producers credit sometimes. So that's but produced yeah, by like Tricky six, Stewart. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Wow, he's talented. Fire, fire. Tricky Always Stewart is here. fucking talented. Amazing. So, anyways, that's who I would have put on the remix. And please stop throwing these people on these records, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, mean, I want to hear Keisha Cole. <laughs> Keisha Cole would have went the fuck off. Oh, you the know R&B what? Look, you know she's on the Mad Singer right now. Did y'all know that? What? No. Keisha Cole is That's the candelabra show. on the Mad Singer. And why? Why my boy gonna <laughs> say? Nightmares. You know the candle. It looks like it's like melting or whatever. The wax. My boy gonna say. Keisha Cole, I, I can tell that's her because that's a hairstyle she would have if she was a candle. <laughs> if she really was a candle. <laughs> if she was a candle. Not, not if she was really a damn. candle. Like if she was on Beauty and the Beast. That's how she would look. God <laughs> damn. That's why she got us all blocked now. But yeah, she's on there singing everybody else's songs. It's really you would carry. Well, this ain't going to help. I ain't get to answer your question, friend. But since you mentioned Keisha Cole, I think Kalani might sound good on there too. Okay. I can kind of you know, hear like, it. I feel like because Kalani, too, the water she, gonna be brown. Kalani has a youthful voice Only, too. She's youthful and she actually, I feel like, has like good instincts to know what to do on songs. Like, I like that. She could, she could make it. She could do different shit with it. Like it wouldn't just be her singing on the remix. Like nowhere like, to oh. take it. Yeah. Yeah. And it wouldn't be like, all right, you're doing too I agree. much. She like, would sound good. But when I hear that song, I think about the the clear waters, the Turks and Caicos and and the uh Mal Maldives and all that shit. Ooh. If 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 Kalani get on there, I'm gonna think about a creek. Or a motherfucking Why? Uh, the, uh, going up to the goddamn Fort Tryon Park and seeing Why? some water or some, Wait, some dirty Why? forest water. You say Kalani's low brow? No, I'm just saying lake water as opposed to the oceans. You know what I'm saying? In the Caribbean or blues of the... Are you, you're not a fan of the music? Yeah, I love Kaylani's music. I think she's um, really talented, but I'm just saying when I see her that and I hear that song, I see a certain thing. <laughs> and Kaylani, although her voice would be beautiful on it, I'm going to think about, you know, like when the snow melts. Wow. So you would rather the Stunner Girl than Kaylani be on that, that record? Well, no, because then the water would be stolen. So I don't, I don't want, you know, it's a difference, you know. It might be Molly Water. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Kenyon Dixon. He made an R&B version, the cover of it. 
on Twitter that mm-hmm. he posted on Twitter. So good. Shout so out to Dixon. Keon Dixon is talented. He sure is. Shout mm-hmm. out to your Grammy nomination too. Mm-hmm. But he did a, a cover that is just that was so bomb. Like he slowed it down mm-hmm. and added like stat like vocal stacks. Just so good. Present so day, good. Patty Labelle would go the fuck off on that song too. <laughs> Think about it. Can you look at the shoulders? Miss Patty, she was so she crazy. kicking off her shoes to that shit. <laughs> Make me swim. You can hear. <laughs> Miss Patty, make me water. Also, (laughs) this week's episode is brought to you by Glade. Glow up your holidays with luxury scents as an everyday price with Glade. As the colder weather peaks its head around the corner, get into the newest limited edition fragrances by Glade and make sure your home has that warm, inviting aroma this holiday season. Now you can give your space the perfect vibe with twinkling pine and cedar or fall night long. Set the mood for your homecoming brunch with golden pumpkin and spice or maybe even a little crisp cranberry champagne for the cooler months. Smell is the strongest sense tied to memory. Set an unforgettable vibe with masterfully crafted fragrances by Glade. Glow up the holidays with luxury scents at an everyday price with Glade. Available at retailers nationwide. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Since we are talking about R and B, cannot now. I'm with you when you ride Mariah with Walk. With the finger, whistle, whistling in the back. (laughs) But she better whistle over the water. You better whistle over the water, Mimi. (laughs) She Um, would walk on that though. She would. And would. She would. She would. Um, because we are talking about R&B and we were mentioning the Soul Train Awards before, I would also like to <laughs> give a huge shout out to Coco Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, Coco Jones is someone we stuff. talked about five times Grammy nominee. Oh, She's been having a great year. I hope the success continues. We have to continue to uplift our beautiful women in R&B. The ugly um, host R&B too. is just... <laughs> <laughs> R&B is just not an easy category to be in. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, that's I did see K. Michelle on the CMT Awards. So. <laughs> Why did you just <laughs> on the inside? She's ugly on ugly on the inside, not on outside. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Frank. <laughs> I think that she was going to trick you. She tried to trick you. Came on the inside, <laughs> not on outside. <laughs> I 
<laughs> Coco Jones. That's for you, Tay. Performed. <laughs> Thank you. Because fuck her. Um, Coco Jones performed at the Soul Train Awards. And she looked beautiful. She also won awards. And then she... She performed and then it was like a medley into her uh, SWV's reign, which was super dope. Ooh. So then it was Coco with Coco, mm-hmm. um, Lily and Taj as well. But it was just, you know, double Coco. So it was kind of cute. But um, it was Hot dope. Coco. They all sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all making it sound like the awards were really good. Yeah, definitely go check out the awards and watch. I, I would say, man, it's so her first thought was to say, "Y'all making that shit sound like it was actually teaching." Yes, y'all, you know, you know, is <laughs> y'all know these award shows have been hard. You have had me this year, friend. I fucked no. that since we wrapping up the the year twenty twenty three. Friend has been on stage at Caroline's Comedy Club. Because <laughs> this year, you, you've always been funny like this, but my nigga, like, I'm telling you, this year, friend, you just don't care no more. And I love it. I think it's, still, I think it's my 40s. Yeah, shit. We've been doing this shit for eight years. You know what I'm saying? We, we sit in these chairs, oh, okay? And we, we can say what we want to say around here. We can earn the right. Oh okay. God, that was good. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> wow, um, y'all making this shit up? <laughs> I mean, I'm saying I'm about to watch for real. <laughs> Janelle Monae was there. She performed. Oh, she was she great. Perform? Was it sexual? My lipstick, lava, lava, mm. lava, lava, and she also performed float. Um. And she won an award and talked about how now she does it float into the room. It was beautiful. Shout out to Cindy Mayweather. She deserves all her acclaim as well. Janelle Monet has been doing the damn thing. That's her real for years. name. Je- uh, no, it's <laughs> when she was doing her robot era, Cindy Mayweather was the name of what Cindy Mayweather is her real uh, name. So that's her stage name. She's a robot oh, and that's like she performs ego, as Janelle right? Monet. It's like a whole thing. Right. It's like a whole it's thing. It's an era. Like when Nikki does Roman. And- oh, okay. Right? Yes, but okay. Part, yes, but part of the story is Cindy Mayweather is the android. And I think Cindy Mayweather performs as Janelle Monet. So like Janelle Monet is an android. It, it's like supposed to be a whole thing. Okay. But like, yeah, it's not now. now. Now she's in her lesbian era anyway. So it's yes. like, first she was the weird robot. Then she was, you know, real social justice. Now she's social justice with the titties out. So I it's feel like, like if I was I a know, lesbian she- person, I'd be like Janelle Monet this this album cycle. I feel like that's the kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the be, creative. Hell yeah. But like, fuck, <laughs> I, eat, I eat the box. Let's do it. Let's sing about it. Let's make it fun. I eat the box. <laughs> Let's make it fun. I'm the one. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that would be my, I know. mean, she looked like she having a blast. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, this is, this is project is literally called the age of pleasure. So we love to I hear mean, it. Why not have all the pleasure you can during this age? I'll let you know Shout what out she on. <laughs> Off rip. <laughs> My album is called The Age of Pleasure. Don't ask me no mm-hmm. more questions, okay? Because I'm about to sing about it. Okay, I'm going to let y'all know what's going on in my life I still life need right to now. hear it. I haven't, like, really sat with the album. It's good. I just know the I've song. Given a, the yeah, I've given a few playthroughs. It's dope. Like, really, some of her uh, best work to feel. me. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's some shit you play on, on vacation. I'm going to check that um, out. Or during the summertime. Uh, I guess we shouldn't talk about Chris Brown since we've already slandered him. So, 
Uh, <laughs> Koyla Ray had a big year outside of arguing with her daddy, who's been oh, on the internet gosh. begging her for money as of late. She had the record players, which was just played over and over again. They dropped I the mean, ball so crazy on that. Mm-hmm, that could have been huge. The fact that she just released the video, that's crazy. Like, oh, the industry just irks me in so many ways. That could have been such a huge summer. Like, the timing. When I saw Reba and them doing, walking to, uh, oh, no, that wasn't Girls' Players. Reba and them was, never mind. They were walking to uh, Pretty Girls Walk by Big Boss Vet. <laughs> Reba McIntyre? Yeah, she did a TikTok walk. <laughs> uh, what? Her and two, two other uh, women that she was friends with. That's cute, actually. I was thinking that it was this song. Never mind. Because Girls' is Players, too. Mm-hmm. Imagine Reba. <laughs> I'm about to catch another flight. Well, That's yes. the AI That's- we need. <laughs> Oh Reba McIntyre, no. AI, whoever does AI. Could like you to imagine hear Reba on the remix? About to catch another flight. I could hear it low key. <laughs> Thank you. I'm talented. I, I can, could I fucking have hear it low key. The country I'm remix. Getting out of here. <laughs> girls is probably at the end of the video. Over. She could be oh, like, oh shit. Like she did. You know how she doing it. Hey. Reba. That's a really good ad. You know, I'm telling Claude. You should. Because Reba's is playing too. brother. Oh, he right there. Yep. And you know he knows everybody. <laughs> oh, did we just create a remake? Uh, you already here first. <laughs> now, all I will say, now, look, look, I will say, if Claude gets in the studio with Reba, please, I will fly out. I just want to be in the shit, But we not going to front on Reba's skills because Reba, we that's not, why look, we joke on Reba. Reba is that kind of exactly. And Reba yeah. also exactly. is on that list that black people carry. Yes. Exactly. They know that yes. Reba on our list that we don't, you know, we 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 will beat your ass over Reba. <laughs> Reba okay. lots of so black people. Random. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, they should have put Reba on the Survivor remix because you know on the uh, her theme song <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm a survivor. So she should have did that. Oh Reba. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Should Ooh, she be on water? Best me. <laughs> Make me sweat. Make me sweat. Me I can hear it. <laughs> a normally. And in the barn with an udder in her hand. Can you lose my mind? <laughs> Squirting out these udders, baby. <laughs> As you smoking while <laughs> squeezing the udders. Like, don't burn the cow. Oh, shit. The cow don't just hollering. the cow. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, cow kicked your mm. ass. You know um, it's the end of the year because we are done. You hear this? All over the place. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about just a few artists that we care about, and then we're going to talk about the artists that we want to hear more of in 2024. Well, um, I want to just go on ahead and shout out one of the bigger artists or one of the artists that we've talked about as of late. And we need to continue to talk about this artist because she's been killing it. She's been killing it for some time now, being, you know, more than a few years. Um, Fran actually is wearing a piece of her tour merch right now. Mm. She's someone that I want to see so more cute, of next right? year. She's someone that I really enjoy without a whole lot of features. But I know that that's going to be part of the game. So I guess we're going to make that a part of this game and we're going to name people that we want to hear featured on her records moving forward. But uh, I just want to shout out Victoria Monet because Victoria Monet has just truly, it's been a pleasure watching all of the content you've been putting out, seeing you on the road, the tour clips, like knowing that people cared enough, unfortunately, because it's still unfortunate because y'all shouldn't be doing that. But people cared enough to resell your tickets, you know, 
too fucking much. Like that's super dope. And it looks like your shows were worth it. And I just am happy for you. And I want to see more of you. So shout out to Victoria mm-hmm. Monet. Cause damn, damn it, girl. God damn girl. <laughs> but if you want to, if you had to endure her with features next year, who are some artists that you think you, she want to work with that you might want to hear her with next year or Victoria? in the years to come? Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Now th- this is going to be an easy one just because I saw them do the interview together, but Victoria and Kelly Rowland. I could see oh, that. I saw they they figured out they're related too, which is kind of cool. If they did some type of song, like some sort of like, like, cause you know, there's always these like women's anthems, like, you know, not, it don't gotta be the boy's mind or nothing like that. And it don't gotta be like a, uh, like you, what was the one, uh, uh, what soundtrack was it from? Was it wait and exhale? You are my sister. No, that's oh, set it off. Know. That's a set it off. <laughs> set it off. Damn. Okay. It don't got to be as deep as that, but it would be dope to hear the both of them singing beautifully and kind of like giving perspective back or and singing forth. Singing a song about something. being a fine ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like they fine. Both of them. I they could sing that. about being as fine. Hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I know she mentioned Meg the Stallion. I feel like it's going to happen because mm-hmm. I just they were together like recently out and I feel like, OK, something's brewing. So she's probably going to get the remix she said was her dream. I think that'd be cool. I, I think it was for on, on, your, on my mama. I, I mm. think that's the song that she wanted her to remix. Megan would have um, went crazy on that. I, I, can yeah. totally, I can totally hear that. I feel like it's still going to come out low key. Um, who would I hear Victoria with? I don't know. Hmm. I can't. I would be more interested in a a video with someone she could dance with personally. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sierra, the niggas ain't dancing that's like they what used I was, to. Is at the tip of my tongue. I was like, it's Sierra, but then is that a record you want to hear? Yeah, I like Sierra's music personally, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, two, so I'm torn because I think a video would be so cool, but. Who is this someone that you want to hear and see them kill it? I don't know too many people that are dancing and singing like that. Man, put her on a record with Janet. A sexy, oh, a sexy old, like, um, anytime, any place, sexy type, like, in that world. Have them, like, yeah, that's my vote. Janet That'd Jackson. And I know that's her idol, so that would be incredible for her, too. And a cool mm. way for Janet to tap back into, you know, the younger market that grew up on her. Yep. That's my vote. I don't mm. know. I really have to think about it. I really okay, don't well, even know. You know? It was a short so mini good. game. No pressure. No <laughs> answer needed. Um, but Victoria <laughs> Monet is someone that I definitely want to see more of next year. For but sure. she put in a lot of work this Big year. Big Frida. Um, <laughs> I mean, low key. Big I mean, they, a bomb ass dance yep, record. And let them go crazy mm-hmm. in the video. Yep. Yeah. Big Frida. You hear me, go. Sean Bankhead? Get your ass in this rehearsal studio <laughs> in front of that wall with the mirrors. And you got to see it. A bookie bookie. What was it? <laughs> a bookie bookie boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an iconic video. <laughs> um, Lil Wayne put out a lot of records to show y'all that he's still around doing the damn thing. Okay. Um, y'all know Jeezy dropped. I might forget, hey, but I don't forget for this it. year. One of my favorite albums of the year. It's a okay. double album, and that music is good. Do you hear? I me? actually heard a lot of people say that. Y'all remember that the beef is, had happened between? Well, it's happening between Gunna and Young Thug, and they dropped their projects this year. 
And a Gunnam, lot has happened. happy for him because they was counting him out. They were. Fuck that you music mean? Good, though. And then that what? And he looked great. Yeah. He on Olympic. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I knew it was coming. I don't shot, know. I ain't know shot, was... shot, 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 shot. <laughs> How the fuck that nigga lose that weight? No, like you that. can tell he's been working because Ozempic ain't going to give you muscles now. Well, it's it ain't going to lean you out. It's just going to... He, <laughs> he looks great. I was he like, why did this nigga <laughs> look like Wendy Williams? <laughs> and you know what's crazy? He could, <laughs> I didn't know that Gunna could sing. Did mm. y'all know that? Mm-hmm. He had a song. It was an Afrobeat record. I think it was during his tour. I don't know. I saw a clip of it on Twitter and he was singing an Afrobeat song and he sounded great. I could tell because some of the fashion. <laughs> Florals you know and shit, you know. He sound great. It was <laughs> a pleasant high surprise. waist pants and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, this nigga is a singer. <laughs> I want to hear Gunna on an Afrobeat record. A lot of artists have... have <laughs> Drop music in 2023. As for the ones that truly dominated, uh, the top three that I have on my list, these are not uh, the actual facts. These are just the ones that I played the most that I was tuned into the most. Um, I will go on ahead and talk about Beyonce's Renaissance because that came out, the entire album came out last yeah. year. That's crazy. And she had an entire tour this year. <laughs> and y'all got no visual. Y'all are getting a movie that is dropping hey. this week. y'all Thursday so, at 7.30. Uh, so <laughs> Beyonce dominated, ruled. Uh, y'all tussled, but y'all tussled with y'all damn selves and y'all still played the mute challenge which, whether y'all decided to be quiet or act the ass during it, y'all played. So she played and y'all played, so we all played. And the time was had and the time is still going because I sure this is. again was only act one. We, we don't know if th- th- there's going to be even more extensions of this. Like, when the hell are we in? What is Act Two? Like, it's just we don't know. It, it's just she has she just fucks with my nerves. Like I told y'all this back before the project came out. She <laughs> fucks with my nerves. And the project came out. Then I told y'all she was fucking with my nerves about the tickets. And the tickets came out. Everything is out, and my nerves are still bad because Beyonce is just that great of an artist. Shout out to Beyonce. Thank you for being you and doing the work that you do and not talking about anybody else and just doing the damn thing. She looks Blueprint. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love that white hair mm-hmm. or platinum, whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that is so pretty on her. It was pretty Fucking on her. superhero. And that's such a harsh color. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's hard yep. to make that color work, but she looks so ethereal. I don't know. Something about that picture. I was like, wow. Yep. I was I like, no, it. whoever, she must have took that wig to the people Gwen Stefani used. Okay, because that, that shit. That, and, and Robin, you know what I'm saying? The, the real blondes that, that be having that good blonde. And Mary, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tim Wallace. So pretty. Yeah. I loved, love, love. I will say I was so confused, though, by the, the backdrop and the floor for the picture. The silver carpet, yeah. I think it I was... wish they would have done something different. It just looked... Very um, auditorium ish, mm-hmm. you know, which was I think it took away from the pic- people's pictures. I That's agree. why you notice with her picture, they had to pull in and not show the back too much. That's you have to I be careful with like for for a carpet colors and and if if your intention is like a glittery shiny effect or whatever, they should have just used a bigger sequin that you know you could identify as such on mm-hmm. the car on the the drape or whatever. That would have translated better it on have camera. Draped like that, it should though. have been a wall. 
Right. Like Something. That drapery wall. at the bottom just like gave cheap, it auditorium. Cheap, cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, didn't, know. I, I didn't know who. And was I thought the, the floor should have been director. chrome, but that probably would have been hell for the picture. So I don't know. There was. Pro- Listen, event production is not my strong suit. So I don't know anything Same, about pipe and drape. But- <laughs> just saying how it looked. To me, I would have liked to see more. Yeah. It's you know? a, it, I just felt like it took away from the pictures because everybody looks super beautiful. Kelly Rowland looked beautiful to me. Oh my God. She looked gorgeous. Michelle, all of Destiny's shot. Michelle looked really cool. Yeah. I like that she took yeah. a risk. I yeah. it was a cool look for her. Yeah. I yep. loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the ladies of Destiny's Shout out to T.S. Madison on the carpet as well. Yeah. Um, yep. And yes. she just posted that Beyonce sent her flowers as a thank you for attending today. She posted oh, that I know with the she note. lost it. Uh, my boy Sean <laughs> Ross was on the carpet as well. He actually opened for Beyonce DJing. <laughs> At, I can't remember which yes. show it was, but he DJed the pre-show or whatever on the Renaissance World Tour. So That's all the and shout out to Carlos, you know what I'm saying? All the incredibly talented dancers. Yes. Um, that was just a great moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to the band, the singers, Hell the yeah. crew, Blue Eye, everybody. <laughs> okay. Okay. The family, Parkwood, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. Live Nation. Mm-hmm. But fuck you, Ticketmaster. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> Everybody else, yes, but Ticketmaster. Shout out to my sister. That it. was a hell of a birthday gift. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh. So yes, Beyonce ruled the world. She she really ruled the world because she. Uh, this by her God, year for sure. Wow, it, d- definitely her year. I'm um, also big this year. Um, I talked a lot of shit because this person they did me wrong, but they made up for it twice because I said that they still performed a good time the next time mm. I saw them, and they performed Solana. next time after that I saw them. Solana, SZA, she dropped SOS. Um, the kid was filling the project. I bought the ticket. I told y'all the show got postponed, but I still got to see her that following weekend afterwards in New York, and she was amazing. And I finally saw the show that she made up, and I told y'all she was amazing again. SZA had a very, very big year with SOS. Mm-hmm. It was a great project. Um, a lot of great moments for R&B, a lot of great moments for pop, a lot of great moments for rock, mm-hmm. alternative. Like She did a lot of cool shit. She did a lot of expected shit but she also did a lot of unexpected things and took a lot of risks and broke radio because i feel like snooze was a record a lot of people thought they were going to snooze on until it became so fucking huge so sh- word shout to, out to the boy Scissor. chris riddick times who wrote the music for that for snooze shout out to chris mm. yeah she's is a dope artist and we're wishing her all the luck in the world at the grammys this year um may mm. she sweet <clears throat> And so we can keep seeing her on that stage looking fine as hell, accepting them trophies. <laughs> I want to see her. I, I would love mm-hmm. to see her take, you know, the picture where well, that all of the, you know, the real music girls take where they win at least five awards and they're holding and cradling those yeah, five trophies. Yeah. I'm ready for SZA to have that moment tonight or that night or whatever at the Grammys. Yes. So shout That'd out to cool. her. Yeah. She's already yes. a Grammy winner, too. So that that's good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we want to see her. Just to add to it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Really pile on. Mm-hmm. So she can keep talking shit. Uh, speaking of talking shit, because I was gonna say she, so she can keep talking shit like the big dogs. Speaking of dogs, now that I've completed that thought and bridged it together appropriately, Drake October's very own dropped for all the dogs, <laughs> and then shortly after he dropped Scary Hours, which is the additional six tracks. Uh, we talked about this uh, on the show both times, but uh, we just kind of talked about it. Uh, very quickly because the music man was so much short the music part is so much shorter but now that this is like the final portion of this week's music man segment actually yeah i'm gonna just go ahead and forfeit the music man segment anyway but i, I want to make sure i shouted out drake because 
Fran knows. <laughs> I used, I kept coming in here during uh, to record dancing to some Drake, sure but I have really, really, really because I told y'all initially, like I had been listening to it and I like the songs, but I didn't listen to it in order. So because I, I sometimes I'll play a song and the shit will be on shuffle and then it'll be playing the rest. I'm like, All right, I well, hate let me just that. To this now I like and my I shit to just auto- go in order. I hate it when that but I hate when it's on auto shuffle. I'm it's like, actually, because they like, sequence why is it, it intentionally, right. so you want to get the vibe of the project. So why is shuffle pre-selected? <laughs> I'm like, why do I have to go untag shuffle? So be confused. So yes, upset. Yeah, <laughs> right. But I've spent a lot of time with this project in order mm-hmm. and in shuffle again and still in order. Um, because I have my favorite like runs mm-hmm. and sequences, but like I really, really fuck with For All the Dogs and Scary mm-hmm. Hours. Like each and every record on the project really like speaks to me. Like it, it's real perspective from Drake. Uh, some people will say, "Oh, like we're used to this. It's the same old Drake or these are records that he's done before." And to that, we but say I feel thank like you because we like his music. I feel like argument I some people. Heard. They they extend themselves in different ways, and Drake gave us different versions of this, and people weren't feeling them separately, so he married a lot of them together, and that's why a lot of people are like, I've heard this before, but I'm like, but blended these ways in certain ways, because certain moments that he takes, like even on Slime You Out, when he takes that moment where he's like, because you know Drake is always gonna be a sad singing ass nigga, but when he's like, uh, bef- the, the line before the, 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 the this ain't the latest I can mm-hmm. get on you bitches, when he's like, he, he does that little run, he's like, eh, mm-hmm. oh, damn. I'm like, damn. I'm like, this like look, look at Drake trying to give a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- there are just like little things in there that I feel like I'm paying attention to, or maybe that I'm just like really feeling. And I'm like, wow, this like Drake is really like there are masterpieces in here. And even how he carefully chooses his samples and puts them in there, I always like and appreciate. And fuck with the girl going off on the plane or about the plane is so funny to me on the record because <laughs> honestly. <laughs> What she's talking about may seem like bullshit, but it was semi-relatable in certain ways. And it was just so funny because the, the the skit. But if that was really somebody going off, like I really felt that because I'm sure people have been there. But some of it seems ridiculous, but I think that Drake overall is an A1 artist and I see I see the hype and I buy into it and I'm not mad about it. And so what? So what? Like Tyra Banks. Well, hey. But I'll never get I'm to I'm a huge him. Drake fan. Um, I think that I love his formula. If there is one, I don't really see you. You can say it sounds the same, but none of these songs sound like anything I've heard before. Personally, I enjoyed this album. Um, I definitely enjoyed the scary hours three, um, pack six pack that he added on as a deluxe version of the, for all the dogs album. Um, and I, like I said, it just comes down to a matter of taste and what you like and what you don't. And there's nothing wrong with it, but just say you don't like it. Don't tell me I don't like it. Cause it all sounds the same. He needs to change up his sound. Whoa. Holiday. Hold on. Holiday. Hold on. Holiday. <laughs> just say you don't like the music. Cause I do. And I don't think that he needs to deviate from anything that he's doing. I love the sound of the music that he makes and his you're not going to yuck my yum. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. where I'm at with this project. Period. I love it. Love it. Love You Broke My Heart. That's the perfect song. You Broke My That's a perfect song. Evil Ways. Him and J. Cole on Evil Ways. Come on, man. I need to sit with it. Come on. Like, this is incredible music. This nigga is rapping, rapping on those Scary Hours 6 bonus tracks that he added to this album. Um, and I, I enjoyed the original um, For All The Dogs album. So, just yes. me. Just my two cents. Probably 25, but, you know. <laughs> 
They they definitely are separate, and I like how they still ended up packaged together, and they're still amazing. Because I'm listening cohesive. to Scary Hours, and it's cohesive, it's super cohesive. Because I really fuck with that last track on For All the Dogs, mm-hmm. like that. I, I really love that track, and but I'm not. So I go back to it often. So I will play from that last track into the rest of it, like uh, Red. How it goes right into that de- the next song, Red Button. Oh. Everybody having gated. I didn't know you were talking about a track. I didn't know what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about a person. The way that Polar Opposites goes in and then how he, mm-hmm. like, because I love what it. What about Virginia Beach, from that, the intro song? Everybody knows the first song well, to Virginia an Beach album. Virginia Beach The first song to an album really sets the tone and the vibe for how a body of work is going to make you feel normally. Mm-hmm. And that sample of, uh, it's a Frank Ocean sample, Wise Man is the name of the song by Frank Ocean. It's not even a an album track. It's an unreleased, like it's some of his unreleased music. If you know, you know type shit. That mm-hmm. Wise Man sample is so polarizing on that song when you when it starts to play and the beat builds and Drake starts talking about leaning to me and 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 just yeah, the one, I'm this. telling you, this music just makes yeah. you feel something. He's not he's not wrong. Seriously. This man knows what and he's those, talking those about. Those are the friend. things that that make this album stand out to me. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand people aren't really satisfied with the first one or whatever. Um, with, with with the original for all the dogs, I was. So that's fine. Do that over there, but don't tell me it's not good music because to me it is. That's all I'm saying, and mm-hmm. I can back this up. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That man is not lying. Thank you. I feel seen. <laughs> uh, last things I will talk about artists that I can't wait to hear more from. Just really quickly, three artists that I have here. Um, Cardi B, she dropped bongos this year. Uh, the record was hot, but I need, and I'm not like trying to be all hard on Cardi because Cardi has the, the body it's work. Time. I know she's the damn out. album out, Cardi. It's time. <laughs> How long the has it been is, now? I, over five years. Too long. Oh shit! For a sophomore album, too. Yeah, I'm sure she's nervous though. It's a lot mm-hmm. of pressure. It, I know she is. I, I know. Especially because she's been dropping records that haven't really stuck, and I'm sure that's making her feel, you know, like fuck. <laughs> what do I? Where do I go with this? The, but the longer she waits, the harder it's going right. to be for people to receive it, and yeah. the, the, the harder they're going to be on her. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, girl, if you don't do something now, you know, what I'm saying Just by the time out. you do drop, they're going to be like, and this is what we waited for. Right. So it's like, I need her to like come. Look, if she got to come now and come quick. And she just got to stay in the studio while she's trying to make us buy into that and work on what she really wants to work on. She has to do that. But like, girl, we need like Cardi. I'm rooting for you, girl. I love you. Bongos was hot. I love the relationship between you and Megan. So it's like Cardi's one of those girls. I still sing fucking Bodak Yellow to this day. Like Mm -hmm. I was just singing it the other day. I was like, I can't believe I still remember all these fucking words. I'll never forget that video dropped of her in the studio recording Bodak Yellow before it was released as a single. And she had those reddish colored braids going to the back and she was Mm -hmm. in the booth going the fuck off. And I was like, what the hell? What song is this? This is going to be the shit. And then the song came out. And a few weeks later, it hit number one on the fucking Hot 100. And everybody was so happy and proud of Cardi B yep. for having legitimate success in the music industry on a song that was not a pop record or anything that pandered to whatever. It was a street rap sound. record. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it went mainstream. And and it had this on the chokehold because mm-hmm. I was a, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing mm-hmm. that song, especially in New York. Playing mm-hmm. out cat cars. I want you to chew with your bird. Yeah. I want you to chew with your bird. It's like, 
That's like I'm like okay. I let it's him a get great what he song. Want. He bought me you some. It's cool. a great it, it song. It was just like mm-hmm. it is. It so, fits her tone and every. It, it literally the attitude. It's a perfect rap song, and that's why it was yeah. a wild success, like it was and continues mm-hmm. to be. Because mm-hmm. her album is still charting, I believe, five years later. She said that. Um, I feel like she said that in her album, her new album is almost done. Good for her. Yeah, Welcome she back, was like, Cardi. she's coming for sure. She was even considering dropping a single before the year is up. Like, that's how far along they are with the project. Good. Well, it's, child, it's, it's Christmas, child. Leave it for Mariah now. And, and let Brandy <laughs> get her little piece where she can. Let Mariah no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, last couple artists I'll mention. Ari Lennox just dropped her single, Get Love Close. It. Oh, Ari, really? Ari Lennox was kind of quiet this year. She is. Um, which... Look, I mean, look, I still seen her everywhere looking yeah. good, but I know she wasn't as loud as some people would have liked her to be. But Car- uh, Ari was on the mm-hmm. road a lot last year. She has been dropping a lot of <laughs> visuals, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I feel it's like sad, there's so. going to be a lot of things happening for Ari next year. So that's why I put her at the bottom of this list, because I know she's probably going to be at the top of the list for things happening next year. So Ari Lennox, I'm excited. I love the new single for Get Close, the video. She looks so, so fucking good. good. Whoever styled she it, looks- too. She been looking good too. So like the fact that she just continues to pop out and I'm still like, she looks so good. She's at that gym and has not turned back. She's sexy in this video. She's always Mm. been sexy in this video, though they have her like styled. She has on this little like um, Casablanca number. like It's very grown. Yeah. Like she's stepping Mm -hmm. into. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. She looks Mm -hmm. gorgeous. It's a beautiful video. Yeah. I hate when people bring this certain person into comparison, but Part of what she was giving looks wise to me in this video, just like just a tinge. It was just like a little Aaliyah, which I was fucking with and loving, just like kind of how the hair was cut and like some of the okay. the style and the outfit. It, it just gave me kind of like an Aaliyah edge, Aaliyah-esque. Hmm. So I, I I like I love Ari just being herself and free and talking about fucking shea butter or talking about <laughs> her her damn pussy and pressure, just anything. So I just love Everything Ari's doing, I'm so excited for her to just continue mm. to grow and be the amazing R&B singer that she mm-hmm. is. Last person I'm going to mention, and then we can just... Do y'all want to play songs now and then do the wellness segment? Because the Music Man segment is just going to be the song uh, the listens lately at this point. Yeah, I think this has I been mean, an incredible well. Music Man segment. Yeah. Okay. That could also just okay. be it. Mm-hmm. I'm down with either okay. one. So you ain't got no songs to play this mm-hmm. week? Okay, great. So then last artist I'll mention, and then I'm going to throw the ball on over to Fran. Um... This pussy depressed. <laughs> Megan the Stallion dropped Cobra. She gave us just. <laughs> she gave us just. I don't want to say it was art because yeah, I, I feel like I always think what she gives me is art. But I, Megan really gave us insight to where she's been and what's mm-hmm. been going on. Very personal. And. <laughs> It was very personal, and she was very personal with her last project. And I'm just excited to see how Megan continues to like push hip hop forward because a lot of people have been introspective in hip hop and they talk about their feelings and everything. But the way that it's been it's been done for women, it just doesn't seem to has been clearly defined. So now that Megan is doing this, I'm just very excited to see her play with it. And not to say that all her music now moving forward needs to be about her sharing her damn feelings. 
But I feel like we're going to get a little bit more of a traumazine era or we're going to get a little bit more pieces of this now that she knows that she can be more vocal about her feelings. And I'm just excited to see how she chooses herself off as an artist. If she wants to go back to twerking and say, you know, I'll tell, tell y'all about my feelings later. But, you know, yeah, I actually yeah. really like this being I thought this was going to be my single. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm here. I'm here for everybody's choices. So I just feel like people are going to hear this song. and they're like, Oh, so that means her next single, she's going to be, you know, t- talking about this, talking about that. If she does, I can't wait to hear it. But if she doesn't. I'm not going to be mad at that either. So I just want people to just prime your ears to just be excited for artists and to see where they take us and enjoy the songs until you just don't want to enjoy the song no damn more. But don't make nobody do nothing. They don't want to do so. If you don't want to enjoy the song, you don't got to do that. But this was the Music Man segment. So that is my advice to you. I hope you all enjoyed this music wrap up if of sorts. Um, Again, a lot of artists were discussed, but there were a lot of artists we didn't even touch on or talk about. I have a list here of a bunch of other artists. A lot of people did a lot of work this year. So if there are other artists you would like to mention, the comments are always available for you to let us know who you were feeling, who you were loving, who you don't really want to hear no more from. But um, I didn't get to talk about Uzi at all. I didn't get to talk about Lotto because, you know, she put out her, put it on the floor again, remixed because everybody was ripping themselves out the plastic, acting like they was brand new. But there's (laughs) a lot that happens in music every day. So take this for what it is informative that's it for the music man segment for this week's episode of the shout friend zone offset. now shout out to offset quavo miss you offset had a Take great off. album but that's it go ahead this is the friend zone. caesar's sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with caesar's rewards that means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. That does it now for the Music Man segment. <laughs> now we can bring in those wind chimes. <laughs> no, I was going to stretch. <laughs> oh, I thought we was getting it in right there. <laughs> so I wanted to talk really quickly. Can, it kind of ties into the black business of the week. Not stinky kids, but just kids in general, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say so stinky. <laughs> <laughs> no, being in... Um, holiday spaces house Mm -hmm. hopping there's usually kids right that are in those spaces and i'm so fascinated by how differently adults treat kids like you have the adults that come in and literally don't even acknowledge their presence and they only speak to the other adults and walk past the kids like they're not even there Wow. You know, in some households, they raise kids to like be just be quiet, be out the way, or go yeah. outside, Speak or go when spoken to. Yeah, and it's just and so I have really incredible energy with kids. Like if you've, y'all see me with kids, kids love me. They 
I'm the adult that somewhere in the night there's a kid asleep on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's another kid on my lap, like you in there playing, playing dolls and shit with. Yeah, yeah. like playing dolls. Like it, it just kind of was fascinating to me, especially house hopping this time with such big families. Just the difference in how some people approach kids, mm-hmm. because I have such a love for them, and they're so sweet and. I see the difference. Like people will be like, oh, you're like a child whisperer, right? A kid whisperer. But I don't even think it's that. Yeah, yes. On an energy <laughs> level, I'm cool. I'm chill. Kids love to be around me, have conversation, play, all those things. But it's even just like seeing kids, you know, like acknowledging <laughs> that they exist and saying hi to them yes. and saying, asking their name. And if you don't know them, like... Have y'all experienced that where like some people just really act like kids don't exist? It is the most mind boggling thing to me. I have seen that. And I wonder if my POV has anything to do with the fact that I don't have children of my own. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I always think about that. The the motherfuckers I really hated growing up, the adults I really fucking hated with all my heart. I think about (laughs) why I hated their ass and and what I hated about adults, especially, excuse me, when I was a teenager. I think Mm -hmm. about that often. And I think about the way that I'm in relationship with the young people in my life, the kids, my friends, children, my little cousins, you know what I'm saying, who are teenagers, some of whom are young adults now. I think about the motherfuckers I hate it. And I apply that (laughs) to the way that I am in relationship with them. You know what I mean? And I don't think a lot of people do that, especially when they have children of their own, because the lens sort of shifts to one of protection and, you know, things like that in a different way. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I don't know if it's influenced by me not having children, but I don't want to be a shitty adult to kids and teenagers. I don't uh, yeah. personally. Yeah. Like that don't mean you teenagers. let them run over you and do things that put them no, in harm's way. No, not in any but way. A way. But to, even just acknowledging that they're there. Yeah, respecting like, I them just, in that way. Yeah, yeah. like it just, because people were laughing like, because there's this one... <laughs> One of my partner's nephews, he's like labeled the bad kid. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always mm-hmm. a bad kid. Oh, he's always bad. He's always doing this. And so, but when he sees me, he like melts, you know, mm-hmm. like he, he don't hit nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like calm. He'll sit next to me and people are like, oh, like, what is it, friend? What is it? I'm like, it's, I don't think it's that it's anything specific to me as much as it is that I don't call him bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I would never say that to him. I don't, you know, like he's just such a cute kid. And they was like, be careful. He might hit you. And I turned to him. I said, you wouldn't hit me. Right. Like me, and you be buddies and he started laughing like he's only five like it's like he's a, a energetic kid yes and <laughs> and he's tough you know and and, and advocates for himself aggressively mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like him yeah and I asked some questions even just sitting and asking him questions about like how school has been who are his newest friends like what is, what games is he playing why does he like it he was teaching me roblox like mm-hmm. the little his, stepping into their universes yeah and, I, yeah and even like the teenagers especially like i loved literally the whole time this holiday i noticed that i gravitated more towards the kids and the teenagers i found their conversation <laughs> Way more interesting because it's like, I want to know what these kids are up to. Like, what is your life like at this point? And the teens just kind of sharing like their struggles with what the world feels like and even finances and 
worried about school and jobs and even <coughs> being able to affirm them and their fears, mm-hmm. you know, as an adult felt really nice and offering even being a resource, mm-hmm. you know, like, yep. what do you need? How can I help? Like, I don't know. I just, I, I just, for some reason, I saw it so clearly this trip, like how differently adults are with kids and it's seeing true. how at one point I was on the couch, I kid y'all not, all the kids in the house well, were around me. With you. They was either sitting at my feet, like one was leaning half asleep on my shoulder. Yeah. One, like I said, one on my lap playing Roblox. Another one, of course, kids always playing with hair. <laughs> they always wanted to style my hair, put it up, put it down, curl, brush out the curls. I let them do whatever. And it just felt so nice. And then when I came back the next day, like they all run to you, like that feels nice. And I'm like, why don't people want this? Let me tell you something. Thanksgiving night, when I found Mm -hmm. out, because I didn't know that Noah was there at first because she was in the back doing her thing. Uh, Right. And sometimes she's with grandma and and that side of the family. So when she, yeah, exactly. And so Mm -hmm. when Jay told me Noah was in in the back or whatever, I was like, I didn't know she was here. I took my ass right back there, knocked on that door, opened the door. She hugged me so hard. I talked to her and complimented her little braids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And And went about on my business. But that's what you're supposed to do. Imagine being that kid that like somebody came to find you. You're supposed to do that so that children feel like they're in an environment where they're safe, number one. Number two, where they feel respected. And number three, you foster a relationship and a bond so that if they're ever in need of an ear or if they ever feel like, you know, if they need you, they'll fucking come to you about some shit. Yeah, they'll lean on you. Rather than than leading with fear. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? That don't mean kids don't need their ass whipped. That don't mean some kids ain't bad. (laughs) There are bad kids. You know what I'm saying? But even then, every kid ain't bad. And kids aren't bad for being doing things that come natural to them. You know what I'm saying? And why are they bad? Like, yeah. usually there's reasons. You're just a lazy ass parent. That's, <laughs> That's what the problem like, is. You, so, know, you know, and, and if, and if, and I think kind of similar to you. what you're saying, Dustin, yeah, I remember being little and like adults wouldn't even say hi to me. Mm-hmm. They would like walk past me mm-hmm. or like there was no consideration mm-hmm. for like me being in the space, like no conversation. Sometimes they'll even treat you like if you're like a kid sitting on a seat, they'll make you get up so the adult could sit, you know, like just mm-hmm. weird stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I just it just kicked I'm up not, so yeah. much. I'm not yeah. an asshole to kids either. No, I just yeah, I just I, it, to me. It felt so nice when I left this week. Just the interactions I had, even like my phone. They're like some of the kids have been Facetiming me. You cool to them? Just like hi, friend. You know, you're my new friend, and I'm like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, that makes me feel good. That Absolutely. makes me feel like job well done for for the family time. Also, you know? on a selfish level, right? I don't want to get. I don't want to age out of not having an awareness. Of what's of having an awareness, rather of what is current, what's now, what's going on. Don't mean I have to like everything, but I want to know like what Maybe are you paying attention it. to? Like what's yeah, what am I? What am I? What's not made its way to my radar yet? You know what I'm saying? Right. That that is right. popping. My little cousins, you know, I fuck with y'all. Know I fuck with my little cousins for real, yeah, for real. Same. And they be telling me shit. You know what I'm saying? Put me. No, I listen to this. 
don't buy this kind, get that kind. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. to stay aware and engaged with them so that they have an example that not all adults are evaluating them in a way (laughs) that that feels, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, that's not what adulthood is about. They need to look forward to the, the uh, having control over your autonomy as an adult in a great way to build that excitement for them and make them want to be good adults is by hello, ding, 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 being a good adult to them. Being a good adult. Yeah. And not only connecting with the kid when you're yelling at them. Or when they're babies. Like Fuck that with the should teenagers. not be the only time. Yeah. Right. What you, what that you shouldn't be the only face? time they hear from you. Why your face tore up? Get your ass over here. What you mad about? <laughs> Who in here fucking with you? Who I need to cuss out? They laugh so and just melt and just, you, you just get it going, you know? Yeah. And the shy ones, like there was like a young girl that was like kind of, you could tell, overstimulated. And mm-hmm. she, there's always that person. I remember being that kid mm-hmm. that's sitting quiet by themselves. And I'm like, dang, the fact that nobody has gone over there, you know, like just, just being more mindful too of, mm-hmm. of everyone's energy and, and trying to figure out how to like and not you know, going over to her room. saying is everything okay what's no normalizing hey girl what's up I just saw you over just here just sit and have a combo say what's up da, 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 and just make it normal don't make it feel shame or that's weird what that yeah. is a, and that's the that to me is what these sort of family gatherings are all about building up the, the younger kids in that way and not mm-hmm. being a fucking dickhead I remember yeah. Why you think I was so damn happy to see all of my cousins that are my brother's age, right. nine years older than me? You know Do what I'm saying? Do you remember how they treated you? I remember you. them letting me rock, cuss, talk <laughs> about sex, any fucking thing, you, you, whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? And then telling me what to do in a way that was helping me and shit, all of that. To this mm-hmm. day, I have a reverence for them for those moments. And I remember all of the adults who were good people to me in that yeah. way i remember it to this same, day so i same. I, the sweet ones i seek out opportunities ones. to be that in my older age now same i just had to put oh it's on town if you had any experiences that's why you don't fuck with kids <laughs> no i'm just playing at all at all at all, no, at all. the way noah noah lit up when she seen asante uh, oh i yeah, that's what I was, I was. I was like, I really don't have much to say. I, I have no problems with children. <laughs> look, look, I have no problems with children. I look, see, I am a big child, so I always connect with kids. Mm-hmm. They see me, they light up. And even when kids don't like me, I'd be like, all right, well, they're good and I'm good. Yeah, they have y'all, right. know, a, y'all know I'm a big, look, they're not my child. I ain't got to do nothing extra to make them like mm-hmm. me. I've said my hello. And if they want to come say hello, it's no hard feelings. Like, that. Like I don't judge kids. I love kids. When I found out Noah was there, I was like, oh, well, let me just go out onto the patio. But then it was like, nah, you know, and I was like, well, I'm still doing what I'm supposed to do <laughs> because I care about my children. I care about the future. I believe they're the future. But it was funny because we were playing the, uh, the Uno with Noah, too. So she just really felt like she was running things, <laughs> which a couple, a couple moments she was. I was like, well, look at That's you. That's us playing uh, Mario Kart with Noah. <laughs> right. Running things. Yeah. And I but just, it was funny. Go ahead. No, I just didn't want to. I, okay, maybe you were supposed to interrupt me, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I laughed because Crystal had to have a conversation with Noah about privilege, and I thought it was just so interesting and funny because, like, Noah is just like she's an angel. So the, the whole time Crystal was sitting there talking about what she was talking about, I was like, 
so you just mad you ain't having she was like shut up <laughs> <laughs> you know i always gotta get on crystal nerves but i love shout out to Noah the yeah guy. i love and noah you know it's been so cool just even watching noah's mm-hmm. personality develop you know, yeah. develop like her play mm-hmm. her jokes she's her so well rounded she's yes. such a funny mm-hmm. aware you know kid and and it's just i don't know i just i wish listen you can't tell people to enjoy kids if they don't they don't that's what, what are you gonna do but i just to me it's like man you're missing out well you can it's tell such people a to sweet do. universe that they're a part like kids are just so fun exactly. they're so funny yeah. they're so funny and silly you know but you have an obligation to me as an adult to recognize acknowledge and use as a compass the natural innocence that children have kids are man. fucking innocent and that should be what you lead with that's why you'd be loving to them you mm-hmm. help them. You you try to be goodness. You know what I'm saying to them instead of being negative, mean, you know, harsh, abrasive, um, unnecessarily, you know, limiting what they and can impatient. do and impatient, impatient as fuck, and dismissive, and you know, disrespectful. Dismissive. That's a big one. Just talking to them any which way. It's I'm like, not like that's that. A, that's you know, a human. You know, at the end of the like day. That. And if I had my own children, I damn sure would not be like that. I would be very well aware of my kids and make space for them in those ways. Because you'll fuck yeah. up kids in that way. And that's why we're dealing with yep. a fucked up world right now. Because it's of y'all true. lazy ass mamas and daddies. Man. That's why. Yeah. And y'all see how I treat people. Like, I treat regular people. I'll, I'll be going out of my way for strangers. Mm-hmm. So there's just no way, even if a child's being bad, there's just no way. Hey, I'm not going to feel comfortable. Like, even if I don't respect whoever the parent may be in a situation, like, there's just no way I'm going to talk to a child any kind of way. Like, even if they being bad in the grocery store, I'm like, oh, well, where is your parent? And if they like <laughs> kick me around, I'm like, oh, that's okay. If I see your daddy, I'd probably kick him too. Cause I don't know why I'm you on the ass kicking, personally, but I understand what you're like, saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, saying. you know, I, I got to take the kick and go. Like, I, th- I'm not even raising this child. So, you know what? You're like, that's why you don't look, kick nobody. <laughs> look, now if I see that day in the parking lot, pulling look, out, you know what I'm saying? That grocery <laughs> store floor <laughs> is hard. Is that a, a caution, a slippery one with sign? No, I'm playing. I love them. Um, yeah. They're just so funny, especially when they say stuff that's funny as hell. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, why would <laughs> why you say are you that? so young and funny? They have no filter, you know? So I don't know. I think they're just such a joy. And I I don't I because I don't I'm not super close to my family. And honestly, there aren't even a lot of kids in my family at mm-hmm. this point. Um, mm-hmm. It's everyone's kind of teenagers and up at this point. Uh, and I try to stay connected to my family mm-hmm. as much as possible. My family's a little cuckoo, so you know, there's a Girl, safe distance I keep. Like I'm that. probably the cuckoo <laughs> in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I I have the type of family where you have to love them from afar in okay. order to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they can be intense, but um, but it was so nice just to be around family yes. again and kids especially. And I just I just had to. Put that into people's awareness, especially holiday season. I think more people are go to each other's houses mm-hmm. and families' houses and kind of house hop. Take it easy and on the children. To kids. Take it easy yeah, on just children. consider them. Consider them. And even like, I, here's a, okay. Last thing: kids are loud and they scream mm-hmm. and they are they everything's so exaggerated. They could be playing a video game. They're like screaming. At the Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why I don't have them and, and that's the thing like kids are loud I don't know if it's me because I just have a different kind of patience for kids um, and I don't mind that mm-hmm. like yes there's a time and a place like don't be yelling if we're like 
walking into a restaurant to order food, like relax. But when we had the house, when, and they just yes, like when this is and your space, your home, mm-hmm. like I they think should kids should, yeah, like they should be comfortable to play loud and laugh and joke mm-hmm. and jump and do all the and things. Be comfortable, and I, just like and you be said. comfortable. And it, it kind of trips me out. There's some adults that like are constantly monitoring their. Stop being so loud. Stop sitting like that. It's like, whoa, man. <laughs> Who cares if his it's, feet aren't, if his feet are on the cat? Like, is it just me? I'm like, maybe I'm too no, le- like lenient. But I just hard. think that kids need space to be a kid. And it's sometimes going to be loud. It's hard, but I understand where you're coming from. And that's one of the things that I love about this show, because I think about how my mom used to treat me when I was a child. And I think about how we do how we've done our show and you've made me humanize that. Mm-hmm. And so not to say I, I feel like people that listen to our show that are parents, like maybe if they hear you talk about this, maybe they'll be like, well, damn, like maybe mm-hmm. I have been internalizing and misdirecting some energy some way. Like my child should, to everyone's point, feel comfortable in the home to do this. Yeah. But some people are they come out of certain places and they forget like they are still part of their program because this is something like and I don't even have kids, but like it just reminded me like. I be living in this apartment and sometimes I'll be trying like not to make too much noise or do whatever. And I'm like, fuck that. I paid my rent like <laughs> right. because I used to rent my room and I didn't want to do that. So it's like I know people coming from apartments, but like now you're in a house like you should be able to do these mm-hmm. things. Like so I feel like when people they change certain modes, like they need to remember to let go of certain programs. That's and that's a one, great that's point. an important one. That's an important one that you just really like touched on. Because like I said, I don't have kids, but I feel like even just being comfortable with me. I'm still doing the work. My child self has never like felt comfortable enough to do any of that. So that's now that I'm living alone after having roommates for X amount of years, like I don't even feel, well, you know, I had roommates. I was like, I don't give a fuck what y'all hear, but (laughs) now like living in my own space, being loud, like now you got a sound system. It's like, nigga, all right, there are still quiet hours because niggas do stuff. Yeah, work, and there's but, a way to do it but, respectfully, but you still right. have your space to be. And I'm an adult, and I know better. Yeah. But like for kids, like you know, they should I'm still feel comfortable. And for you to be like, all right, now you just feel a little loud. Just keep it down. <laughs> you know, keep it on eight instead of ten, and you know, do uh, no music after six or whatever. As opposed to just being a constant, like, why are you doing that? Da, 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 I mean, like, all day. It's like, Jesus, yeah. it gets to a point where you feel bad for the kid because you're like, can they, you just want them to sit there right. silently? You tell like, them who? to shut up yeah. and I'm sick of you talking. Why and you, you be up? laughing and being loud and then the kid is expected to just be a zombie in a, in a couch. And it's like, and I remember those days where mm-hmm. like my family mm-hmm. wouldn't be happy unless I just shut the fuck up and sat down mm-hmm. quiet with my legs crossed. Like, it's like, that's just not a, an experience for a child. And, and I'm not a parent directly. I should say, obviously I have stepkids, but I, I feel like I love watching them express themselves and their yes, dances and yes. they're kicking up and how they'll be talking to you and then bust out in a dance. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, okay. Like their energy, they run so much energy in their body. They're so little and young mm-hmm. and, and they're still curious and exploring the world. And so they're like just constantly moving, moving, moving. And I can mm-hmm. understand that that could be exhausting, but that is also like, you chose to be a parent. Yeah. It comes with the territory. That's, what, that's why you got to take them to the park. Let them get and tired. And that's the thing. You know? I think. Get and fixed. you hit it on the nail. <laughs> get fixed. Get you fixed. hit it on the nail, Asante. I think creating outlets for them to have that. You know, we go to Defy Gravity. That's like my partner's son's favorite place. What is like a trampoline jump. park? Yeah, it's one mm-hmm. of those jump parks. And yes. they just jump for like three hours. By the time they get home. Take that <laughs> bath. They be knocked out. What? Mm-hmm. They eat that dinner. Take that bath. Put on those 
those PJs, read to them, and they are like like snoring, like grown ass stage three sleep. I mean, so it's like there's a way to be mindful of each other, obviously, because I get it. Mm -hmm. Parents be tired, especially if you have multiple kids, you're tired from work. There's so many reasons our parents are tired. I understand it. But it's like you made this decision to to have these kids and the and the kids should have space to to be kids. They're not That's going to I be feel, the little friend, zombies, little trained puppies. Like it just it shouldn't be like that. I think there's structure and then there's just pure stifling. Mm-hmm. And I think people should consider, you know, which one you are enacting in your home. Cause it's like, God, sometimes I get so frustrated, especially in New York. You would take the train the way parents would talk to their kids. I'd be like, God damn, do you hate this kid? Because they damn sure yelling. hate you the way you're talking to them. And, and, and then when they wonder you're why the kids don't want to talk to them later. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> no, you didn't. Shady but pines, I just wanted to bitch. say that something for people to consider. Just love on the kids in your life. Yeah. They're, they're human beings too, whether they're little or not. And like, they didn't listen ask to, to them, born. ask them questions. That part. So nasty ass. You was the one getting <laughs> fucked and fucking. And that's why they here. So man up and woman up. You know what I'm saying? You know? And there's nothing wrong with saying hello to a child that you're in close Ask their name. With you know how happy. Event. Don't you see how happy they get? Mm-hmm. There was one little girl. She was a little on the shy side. Clearly, she kind of was, I noticed, away from the other kids mm-hmm. to herself. And so I went up to her and asked her. She had her little her little beads and her braids. Oh, you know, oh. I just, I can't. Like, how are you not interested in this little person's world? Like, I asked her about her dress and the color of her beads. And she just lit up because it was this feeling of like, wow, like someone's talking to me, mm-hmm. you know? They don't An forget adult. shit like that either. Mm-hmm. So something to consider, especially in the holiday season or even as as you're visiting um, families and people's homes, you know? Mm-hmm. Treat them kids sweet. They really need it. Because you come in my house not speaking to my child. Davion, <laughs> did they speak to you? Okay, all right, okay. That's real. And think That's about right. what kids are going through at school. Hell you know, yeah. You, you don't even know yep. if you're the kindest person to talk to them that day. Like, take advantage of that opportunity to affirm them. I, all the teenagers I talked to were so stressed. My little cousin just They're turned, going through so much. She just turned 15. Happy birthday, Mia. But I told you, her mama... Aww. Her mama used to tell her when she dropped her off at school, have a wonderful day, sweetheart. I love you. Don't take no shit. That's what she <laughs> that's what she would tell her every day when she got out the car. And me and be like, oh, okay. And she's gone, gone in the school. But you raise a confident child that way. Yes. You understand know what I'm saying? That's a way to be yes. real and loving. You know, and I just appreciate it because she's thriving. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And her, her she's thriving academically thriving socially you know what i'm saying she's a confident well um well adjusted young lady at Mm -hmm. 15 and you know that's a testament to my cousin's parenting so i just i think there's a way that this can be done and i know for me i'm never ever ever going to be a dickhead to like young people so i'm in total agreement with your wellness this week thank you you. so that's just more of a community based Mm -hmm. wellness segment this week check yourself for your kids Okay, okay. Shout out to Supernova Mama. Right. Oh, yes. Dustin Ross. What's going on in TV land that you want to share with us this week? Yeah, I'll make this really quick. So let's take out the trash first, then we'll elevate the conversation. There's an app (laughs) called Now This TV um, that has (laughs) racy, passionate content, a.k.a. wild ass shit all over it, right? 
of lots of fights, lots of ensemble based reality shows. And I use the term show loosely. There's really no story production here. They just cut on the cameras, put people in a space, a shared space and let them fight. And so um, we kind of know what's going on. So if, if you watch that kind of content like Zeus, baddies, you know, all that kind of shit, then you know what I'm talking about. They have a show called Deja Vu that is currently um, airing its second season reunion. It's a two part reunion that is hosted. And I use the word hosted again with air quotes by Tasha K. We know Tasha K is a liar. You know, the truth is not in there. She's a fucking liar. She's really um, just not the best person. She's also extremely transphobic. And the is show, she? oh my God, yes. Um, yeah. Like blat- blatantly, just grossly transphobic. Um, mm-hmm. And really insecure physically and always, and, and I'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, so this cast of this show, Deja Vu on Now That's TV, um, it's an ensemble cast comprised of women, men, and there's a few trans women on the cast as well. Um, and so there's been issues between like, you know, some of the, um, some of the, um, some of the people on the cast who were born women, um, have had issue with some of the transgender women. Um, and some of the men have gotten physically violent with the transgender women on the cast. Cause again, this is a place where rules of politically correctness and, and, um, anything based on integrity and respect, it just doesn't exist in this environment. So, you know, that going mm-hmm. in. So Tasha K coming on as a host made sense because her brand is, is, um, baseless when it comes to to respect and integrity of any sort Uh, we all know that she's currently um, lost a four million dollar lawsuit she has she's owes cardi b four million dollars for lying saying that cardi b had sexually transmitted diseases and was a prostitute and um there's a lot of other horrible blatant lies that she told um so that's really what her brand is based on and that's what she's known for she comes into and also extreme transphobia. Um, she was ver- very spoke very violently um, against T.S. Uh, Madison. I didn't know where she pretended to be friends with T.S. Madison and then made up um, sort of a vendetta and came forward with the most violent transphobic language you ever want to hear in your life about T.S. Madison, who has shown her love before, elevated her, shared her platform with Tasha Kay. And so Tasha K is an established pattern of this. She goes into the deja vu space and immediately starts speaking um, just grossly disrespectfully um, towards the transgender women on the cast. Well, you know, men is men and women is women. Now, that's what I believe now. Just saying that in earshot of these trans women that have been Mm -hmm. known to be prone to violence on this cast creates a very nasty argument. Childish. Yeah, very nasty argument. And she literally, you could tell the... Sometimes when people are in a verbal confrontation with people, the things that they say, you can tell where it's rooted from and where it's coming from. The way that Tasha Kay was spewing this transphobic language, and I'm not even going to tell you what she was saying because it's really pointless. Just know it was grossly transphobic. You could; These were blanket statements that were not direct personal insults to the person that she was arguing with, right? She was saying how she felt about the issue. And, and really being vocal about that in that moment. She's just a disgusting person, a disgusting human being. And anytime that you are a 
talking head, a monitor in the media space, a YouTuber, a podcaster, whatever, and people associate you with not telling the truth when they hear your name in general, it kind of takes away the validity of anything you got to say moving For sure. forward. So I just want people that watch that content to understand. And I know a lot of people that listen to this show know what I'm talking about and watch that show. I just want to make a note that that's what that behavior was. That's what it was rooted in. That's why she was saying all that stuff and really understand that that's who she is and the lack of character that it represents and, and, and is very telling of when it comes to her. She'll never be successful. She'll always exist in the pits and cor uh, moldy corners and cesspools of the internet, playing those dirty games and arguing about mess and um, dishing tea and doing all that gossipy shit she'll always exist in those spaces she'll never have mainstream media success media success because she attaches herself to so much negativity and mm. i wish her nothing but the worst um moving on bravo real housewives of potomac has been incredible i'm truly actually <laughs> honestly going to do a deep dive on the real housewives of potomac in one separate video, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash the friends on podcast. You can catch my review for the Real Housewives of Potomac and everything um, related to witchcraft and Nigerian oh, women shit. that is going on on that show. We're going to talk about it on Patreon. Mm -hmm. Also, Married to Medicine, the whole sweet tea angle, Miss Choir returning oh, to God. the show. And everything that's going on in that universe, that's going to be a separate video. You can look for those this week on our Patreon channel. Um, again, that's patreon.com slash the friend zone podcast. You can catch that content there. And that's all I have to say. Also, Netflix, Squid Game Challenge. I don't know if anybody's oh, watching, but I am. Um, wow. Um, what do you think of it? I was all right. And taking it seriously <laughs> until the first challenge occurred and then people started falling out like they had got shot when their ink packs went off. <laughs> that to me, I, I guffawed from the depths <laughs> of my, I almost threw my back out because I was shaking so hard while I was laughing. <laughs> it was the stupidest shit I had ever seen in the world. But the show is, it, it's, it's good, but there's an element of it that lacks seriousness that comes off as comedy to me. So mm. I'm having a good time watching this show and laughing at these fucking people. I just can't. Um, if you can get past. Yeah, I can't wait to me either. I want to see some blood and guts splattered all over the floor and scene <laughs> no, and shit. Oh my you know, God. But this has been good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And the funniest part to me was the lady at the beginning the black lady who was who was saying like before the first challenge how she was just so tough and she just knew how to survive and she was gonna make it to the end she was gone in the first damn red light green light <laughs> challenge and they got steel shots of her because you know the red light green light challenge from the show squid game yeah, where the, with dial the doll was killing people that scary doll they had to stop and if the dial sensed motion their ink packs went off and they were eliminated from the game oh shit okay so yeah. she was one of the first ones and they got steel shots of her all over Twitter Twitter right now, uh, or y'all call it X. I still ain't updated the app. It's Twitter on my no. phone. I still ain't call it that. X. It's terrible. Nope. But uh, they have steel shots of her like stopping and <laughs> stop motion. It just she looks so stupid in the pictures because she really <laughs> talked all this game and was gone in the first damn red light, green light. So watch Squid Game Challenge if you want a good laugh. I also took five minutes of my time and watched uh -oh. the ultimatum. The new season with the girl, with the girl and the guy you were Brian. talking about. Yes. What did you think? 
nothing. These people, <laughs> this is the most bland cast they ever had it on the was show, even vet, with all her antics. That's a lot of why I didn't even finish, because aside from them, I literally had zero interest. Really in pretty black cast. girls this season, I will say that. Those girls mm-hmm. were really pretty. Um, Raya, sure. and I can't remember the other girl's name. Lisa. Lisa that goes with the guy, Brian, um, mm-hmm. that uh, looks like the, the Count. <laughs> on the Muppets you so know who I'm crazy. talking about the boy Brian that got Lisa pregnant he looks like the Count <laughs> from the Muppets um, it's very angular and a large oval nostril turned this way turned up so you know uh, he got her pregnant and I know who y'all are talking about I saw attitude. her smush I saw her mush oof, him and, oof, oof. but I was more shocked the way that she sunned Raya ass when he was talking to Every Raya day? she came up there mm-hmm. like oh what the fuck y'all talking about she was like <laughs> she came oh, okay. there. you yep. like her you like this bitch and Raya was like we're just talking I'm gonna leave whatever she kept explaining herself and shit I'm like you don't cuss her ass out she was scared of her that was the craziest thing in the world, in the world to, to me that they let her do all that but I did watch it or whatever, but once I once they left, I left too. Same. Once she said yeah, she was no, pregnant, same. I got off same. the train. Same. Like, I was that's like, it. okay. That was it. <laughs> and I will say this, the white boy that Raya ended up, I think, trying to partner with or whatever, he was 23 years old, baby. Why he looked like Dan from fucking Roseanne. What's his name? John Goodman. I said, how old is this brawny paper towel looking ass nigga? Uh, hunt Gander Mountain Hunt Fish Camp looking ass nigga. How old? What the fuck? 23 on what planet? That nigga looked like he was a good 50. For real. All the couples got back together. I would have too. Wasn't nothing on the floor. I might yeah, just stay with the experiment. Yeah, it wasn't that type of party. That's why I didn't like it because I felt like I'm surprised they didn't the even split up though. Like, I'm surprised people were like, all right, well, there's something better out there. But they like, <laughs> I'm surprised that they like went back to each other and got engaged. I'd have been yeah. like, we're going to have to reshoot this shit because these motherfuckers yeah. are bland. This is the first yeah. season I didn't watch in its entirety. Like, they it on their way to get Nick and Vanessa now. <laughs> like, let's go get them putting that shit out. That's what the fucking police saying. But anyway, that's it for TV Land this week. See y'all also on, on Patreon. on HBO Max, mm-hmm. please, The Gilded Age is so good. Oh, my Season God. two is, is here. It is such a good show. And then there's a cult documentary a new one called mother god on max mother god it is so good i literally just got my friend raven just told me about it yesterday (laughs) she was as she was um talking about it and i was like let me watch this and then jade was like girl did you watch this doc because you know we love (laughs) all them kooky woo woo ass Dogs, but this one was so good. There's one called Twin Flames that was like decent mm-hmm. um, on Netflix. Oh, it, good. it was okay. It was interesting because you know I that? love all that new age weird yeah, shit. Said. But but this about the mother guy, guy that had a program or a school or something for the people. What right, where it? he like he helped you find your quote unquote twin flame, like yeah. basically your soulmate yeah. or your other half that's out in the I world. I started roaming. watching that, but I ain't finished. It was good. It was, it was okay. It wasn't really good. It just Netflix didn't really. Chill, <laughs> I think it's good if you're into that. It's cool. Like it's not. You won't regret watching it. But Mother God on Max. I want the mess. That's the one. The Three part series that I binged it all in one sitting. I was up to it's like four in the morning watching it. I couldn't sleep anyway, so I just watched it let me tell you crazy shit definitely watch it and then we'll talk about it but i just had to I started it the there. gilded age last season but that's just not my kind of show really? but if you, you don't like period pieces not, 
I was not into Bridgerton, so this is <laughs> hey, right. not gonna do it for compare. me. This don't compare. I know it doesn't. I look, look. I know it don't because look, Everybody. look. Christine Baranski and Audrey McDonald <laughs> again. I'll do it. So it's like I tried, and I was like, I don't it's really want to be here. Everybody looks so uncomfortable I, I, on Bridgerton. Every every time they be arguing it. Well, I don't know well, why you ain't saying it. <laughs> well, I, the lady, I'm like, God damn. I talked a lot of shit about Bridgerton because I'm just not really the like romance novel girl. But I one day I was bored and did sit and watch it, and it wasn't bad. Well, it's Shonda Rhimes. I take she it back. Yeah, it wasn't. Around. It actually wasn't bad at all. Like it seems really good. I watched it with Toya, yeah. and I was enjoying it because it was Toya. But Toya like so anything funny. funny, she really was. I mean, it's not bad but the, though. But it's outside a cool of Toya, show. the show was good. Yeah. I was like, I'm just not. I understood gonna, like, it. This is not I for think me. I just when things have a fandom, it I, for some reason it repels oh, yeah. me. But mm-hmm. like. It is a it is a cool show, so I, I'm not mad at people into it. But um, but this shit, Gilded Age, yeah, Gilded Fire, Age. and then um, yeah. Mother God. I just have to throw those out there. And Bell Collective on own for <laughs> real. Bell Collective good as fuck this oh, season. Oh, and the morning real show shit. this season. Oh yeah, the morning oh, show that is good TV. And a lot of uh, y'all you tweeted us. No, I'm still not done. I'm only. Oh, girl, I know. Oh, girl. Oh, girl, you don't even know. Oh, Brand, you don't I'm even teach that home to that woman. Well, kind of. Okay. There's I mean, parts yeah. of it. They got a podcast. Right now. <laughs> Look, they touch. They touch on a lot they of different things. So it's things. like crazy. <laughs> I mean yes. that too. Yes, <laughs> but it's really good. Y'all know I love Nicole Bahari, so I'm happy mm-hmm. to see her really yes. getting in her bag this season. But um, yes. but it's just she's, a good she's show. She's really killing it. A lot of you tweeted us stuff saying, about that show. I'm gonna watch yep. it. Yep. A lot of people tweeted yes. us like, "Yo, thank you so much for telling us to watch this because it's just good TV, good writing, good acting." I binged that shit in like a week. I believe you. As they were putting out the episodes for the the uh, newer season, and so like I had finished binging it right when the new the uh, finale was coming. Out. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" I need to finish. <laughs> I literally hadn't watched much of the third season, and then. You know when you watch, but then you realize you didn't really watch, so you make yourself mm-hmm. go back. Yeah. Like, I was like mm-hmm, four or mm-hmm, five episodes yep. in, and I was like, I couldn't really yep. tell you what happened. I'm not fully paying attention. So I started yep. again, literally last night, started again, and got from episode one to like five mm. uh, mm-hmm. of season three. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm halfway there. I'll be able to Yo, I'm going to watch it. What I will You should, will, Dustin. You love back it. Back to the Gilded Age really quickly. Uh, Audrey McDonald and um, Christine Baranski were on the good, whatever the good wife spinoff was. Mm-hmm. But uh, the new Audrey, wife. Uh, but Christine, it was, uh, the, it was the good <laughs> wife and then it was something else. But it was like mostly about the black firm. But anyway, the, uh, the good wife is the girl that Reese Witherspoon is dating on this show. Oh, okay. So I was looking at her ass. Like I was already looking at her working. ass sideways. Yo, they be working, but I was looking at her sideways from the good wife because, you know, I mean, she was the good wife and, like, I liked her character or whatever. But the way that she is on here, like, face-to-face with uh, Reese Witherspoon's character, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Reese Witherspoon is, like is playing perp- Bradley Cooper? No, she that's her name. Her name is Bradley Cooper? <laughs> Well, is it Cooper? I know it's, it's Bradley. Bradley. I don't. It's Bradley something. He Bradley Cooper was the first. Wait a minute. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is playing Bradley okay, hold on. Cooper. Now I gotta look. No, she's Sh- playing Shadow? a news anchor named Bradley. I don't think her oh. last name is Cooper. <laughs> I was about to say. I know she's an incredible actor. Bradley Jackson. Bradley Jackson. Go. <laughs> God damn it! But it's a good Bradley show, Jackson. Dustin. You gotta start it. You I have will. to because I want to know your I thoughts. Thought, you know, I sleep in, and I thought it came on in the morning. 
That's why I never paid you attention to so... it. I, I would say, well, I'm not, I won't be watching that. <laughs> and it's three seasons. And you know what? I like the um, Apple interface. Like, I think it's so clean and mm-hmm. you can rewind without the fucking episode starting from the beginning. Like some interfaces, I'm like, what is happening right now? It's the only reason I watch some of the other shows that I don't even care about. Like, I, I need to get into show- lessons, lessons in chemistry. I think it's called. I'm not doing that. I, I keep hearing it's good. Claude was like, give it a chance. It's a slow burn. Because I watched maybe 20 minutes of the first episode and turned it off. And he was like, no, give it another chance. I promise. So he keeps saying to give it a chance. So I'm going to try again. I see a lot of you know people what? on Twitter talking about how good it is. So I'm going to try again. I did start watching For All Mankind. I'm not. It's not a recommendation. But, That's one of those so like might, post-apocalyptic, right? No, no, it's about it's like an alternate. It's like about the space race and uh, oh. talking about it from NASA. And okay. them, but I think it's like an alternate. Um, if we would have gone uh, up against Russia and. It's a whole bunch of shit, okay. but it's like, I don't know if I'm actually going <laughs> to... That's why I'm like, I don't recommend it. It was just something I have in the background because it was on the Apple thing. And I was show, like, oh, okay. Griner. <laughs> no, he's... Oh, yeah, no. I fell no, off with the real. Changeling. I fell off. Oh, I finished it. But do you think it's worth finishing? Did the ending clear some things up or not? Because I'm getting annoyed. I just hate... It's like, how am I nine episodes in and I don't know what's <laughs> happening? How, like, how does that work? Because the pot keeps I, changing. Oh, Friend, it's just I really like, want you to finish it just to see how how pissed you're no, gonna be. No, don't how, do how much to more me. You need to tell me that they give us some answers. I've had enough. <laughs> you know what? Just for that, I'm like not gonna give you an answer. How long do I have to wait for them to be like, "It's not a baby"? Okay, so what is it? <laughs> I'm not gonna give you an answer. How about that? <laughs> Fine. That's it, though. Those are my recommendations for TV man. All right, that's it for me, y'all, and that's it for this show. Like, that thank y'all for that's tuning in. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a chin rub. We love you guys so much. Stay black and protect your magic. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Caesar's Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.